You are listening to Comic Talk 616, a podcast on all things nerdy. We can be found on Anchor FM or anywhere you choose to listen to your podcasts. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, comictalk616.weebly.com. Pat myself on the back for husbandly duty. Great for interns, bad for investors. Let's not forget the trash this week. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, yeah. uh, hey advertisers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you tired of being an unpaid intern? Come work for Comic Talk Six One Six. You'll make more than the investors. <laughs> <laughs> and every single person on the podcast. Technically. Thank you. Hand them to Jake. Will you hand me the growler? I could hear that eye roll. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you could have an eye roll be audible. Neither did I. That was new. Impressive. I've heard about eye rolls on audible. Next week, we'll have two teenagers in our house. Oh, sure. I'm sorry. Why is there two teenagers? Because one's going to become a teenager. Coffee? You guys? Yes. Who wants coffee? Coffee. Wow. Oh, I, brought, I brought my you want coffee here. You you brought it. You pour. That's the rule like, I made up just now. I'm just gonna pass around. Pass the cold brew. Pass the cold brew. Hey Matt, I'm gonna get um, that bottle of tears from the north out in a bit here. Yeah. I just remembered that I forgot to get the money. Steven will be crazy. Oh, oh yeah. I'll get Dude, it. Dirty dog. Get it. That's okay. It hasn't quite shipped yet. So. I'll get it to you. What? Actually, I can't. We'll get it now. What kind of stuff? You can't say that to a mom. We want to believe that our children will be with us forever. Alrighty. Well. How much of this am I pouring for myself? Uh, I, don't know. Know. Much oh, I didn't get any. Yeah, I'm not uh, driving, so. <laughs> even so, when I was when I was when I was at the college, they had this thing. They're like, I'm getting well, crazy than that, boys so and girls. Uh, when I was uh, when I was at the college, they had this thing where they're like, Oh, uh, you can. It's a contest to drink a cake of beer as fast as you can. Watch, D, you can just but throw it back. For those who don't drink beer, it could be a keg of coffee. I'm like. Do you know how much worse a keg of coffee would be? <laughs> Do it. Like a whole it's just egg. in a different way. Like, wow. yeah, that's way different. It's like, like I've been it's really for bad on one. Hours. Hours. Can you like taste the hint of yeah. cherry in there? It's bad yeah, enough of like beer, then you go completely the other I end of the like spectrum with that, and it's really good. I feel like that, I, I feel like so, somehow that's a little more dangerous. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna be honest, like. I mean, one way if you I explode you your liver. Yeah. Another way you explode your heart. So heart, liver, I, I think it's pretty it equal. I feel like <laughs> you just you probably notice more when you explode. Your I, like heart I said, I saw that it was a poster they were advertising. I saw it. I was like, that somehow seems so much worse. Yeah, I'm like that somehow is so much worse. I don't know who. I can't remember who was putting it on. I think it was a third, some kind of third party person. That are good. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of really? Comic Talk Six One Six. Three minutes of banter. That hey, was a great one. It is a great one. You know what's even better? So it is our seasonal uh, darkest timeline episode, as well as the first episode to our monthly uh, spinoff of Darkest Timeline as well. So. 
it's great, you know. And for those of you who have listened to the podcast before, we're uh, a fandom podcast that talks primarily about all things fandom, anime, comic books, movies, TV, yeah. uh, Play-Doh, whatever. You know, if there's a fandom, we talk about it. But anyways, so this week is actually a special episode because we're doing something special. We're not talking about news, except for we are doing a Mandalorian review oh, of are. the episode one to kind of like kick reaction. in it. More like a reaction. Yeah. That's a review. Um, More a reaction. A reaction, so there will be spoilers, but spoilers. if you're tuning in for the first time and you haven't been following CT616 for a while, The Darkest Timeline is a seasonal special that we do every year, and I guess, Matt, do you want to explain a little bit more about what this is, what the special seasonal episode is? Okay, so this is The Darkest Timeline. In your special advertising Moonbearing voice. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Moonbearing. I didn't. Uh, this is... What the heck? No! How many voices do I have? Oh, we can't do all of those. <laughs> all of them. This but is the darkest person. timeline. Yeah. All, yeah. all the voices. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Girl, okay. Uh, this is the darkest timeline. Uh, this is the darkest timeline where we talk about... We basically are sitting around a lovely campfire. I don't know if you can probably hear it. Uh, it's actually Steve doing the crackling sound with his voice. Yeah, you it's mean actually, Steven. It's kind of impressive. Steven. Um, but we have a crackling campfire, at least in noise. And we are going to tell each other scary stories, as is the tradition around Halloween. Every year around Halloween we do this, just because we want to. It's fun. It's well, fun. Well, the darkest timeline is the darkest version of the darkest universe in which we all exist. So 2020. Yeah. Which is, okay, no. well... No, way worse than 2020. It could get way worse, yeah. Can it, though? Yeah. Could it be 2021? I mean, no, 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 let's not say you, some things like have that. Have you forgotten <laughs> the stories of one with the last couple of years? I mean, we did have an Ice I mean, Storm Blizzard. If then, like, 2020's up here, yeah, there was that one my time. stories are, like, Empire State Building... That's there's old. also the one time they made Stevie this family too. That's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty bad. That was pretty bad. And then when I had you murder all us and then make Stevie your slave. But that's normal life, I guess. Tuesday really. <laughs> Tuesday really. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. I am Lord Facetat, aka Lord Jake. I am Matt the Moon Baron. I am Annalise the Superior Intern. I am the Oracle the Oracle. The Oracle the Oracle. I am Kellen. What's your title, sir? Do I have one? Let's make That's one. That's a good tile. Tile? Tile. Do I have Kellen, one? Kellen, do the, I have uh, one? The, <laughs> no, That's the so unknown. Ooh, I sure. like it. Kellen, the unknown. I'm Steve. I'm Dave. Steven. You didn't say Steven. It's Steven. I'm not Steven. Yes, you are. But for all legal terms and purposes, Matt is legally a moon baron, and I am a lord. Legally. The Lord, are you? He's my baron of my land. He, he happens to. <laughs> I swear He's the Lord I heard of that. He said a lord. Tract of land in England. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I don't know. And Matt is my baron of cup. my land, and he I've, happens to own property on the moon. I brought, I, I brought property mm. under the lordship uh, on the moon. So that makes him a moon baron hey, in all Ronald legal sense. Ronald McDonald, did you say Wait, who you are yet? I'm oh, just your, Dave. You're, you're okay. You have to ask Alexa. She got it for me for my birthday. It was the worst decision of her life. He's a giant named Dave. Uh, our no, our health instructor lady will bow to me and like call me my. No, he's not an ogre. <laughs> he's definitely so a lion. I can tell you that. I can tell you that during lockdown, I was really bored, and for thirty bucks, you can buy us. It's just because he doesn't know what an ogre is. 
So I see that the economy really be like seven foot tall, and I'm only five foot twenty, which makes you which makes you a Goliath. Goliaths are half. Anyways, so let's just go right into it. No, we've got news to discuss. Yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. We're going right into it. There was oh, you a... meant right into the other stuff. No, Are we doing no. weeks at all? Huh? Oh, yeah, I guess how's yeah. How's everyone's week? Quit okay. rushing us, mascot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're tall. <laughs> that was my, I watched uh, yeah. Netflix put out a... Uh, You're like Netflix a box of another peeps. anime thing. It's in the same style as... Cast, like the same art style as Castlevania, kind of. That was too far. It's called uh, The Blood of Zeus. Yes! It's I'm actually so, super good. Is it? Yeah, it's actually really good. I'm actually taking it's better. The, I, I like it better right now than Castlevania. I'm taking the day off tomorrow, so I can literally do nothing but watch TV, and I plan on watching that. It's really good. So wait, what is it? Is it's it? called The Blood of Zeus, and it is like American anime. It's, yeah, it, well, it's anime. It's it's anime in like a traditional in a traditional anime style, but it is you. It's I think it's designed to be dubbed. Okay. I think, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure you can watch it in Japanese. I would like not it. do that. You want a sippy sippy? But it's more, yeah, it's more set up for that. Huh? Uh, but it's really, really good. They they put it out by their, they have their own studio. They yeah. put it out. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. Dude, I mean, sweet. I also watched Mandalorian, but we're all, I know we're going to talk about that later. So. I have a hard time excited. trusting when Matt says, hey, this is good, because the last time he told me to watch an anime. No, I told you not to watch it, actually. Which what about the fair? You told you not to watch Devil Man, and you did it anyway. You said don't. You said hey, don't watch this, but you should watch it. <laughs> I said you should watch the first episode just to see how crazy it is. Which one? I said the first five minutes. Uh, you don't want Devil Man Cry. So maybe. Steve got into the first no. episode of that Korean show. And Your time he's, travel like, one? done. Oh, is this the Korean? He's not done. I was just, he was you tired. The time when he made you listen to that, like because I fell asleep in the first one, I got to rewatch it. I haven't had a chance to. Listen to on the way back from Denver. You went to the bus. Oh, uh, that crazy. spirit animals. Yeah, the spirit animals. He made yeah. you survive. Uh, to be fair, technically, I told him I, we were we were t- yeah. <laughs> technically that was his fault. Technically, so uh, we were just chatting while we were driving up there, and I'm like, yeah, we were talking. I can't remember how it came up, but I was like, man, I saw this show one time with this crazy thing, and then Jake just pulls it up. And then we found out, like, dude, I couldn't even watch like five minutes. We watched, we, I listened. He watched the whole thing, and then we found out his mom's a murderer. I do remember all of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Amazing. You are the darkest timeline. <laughs> I I, dark one could be. Um, I, uh, I was, just, I started re-listening or getting back into Hello the Magic Tavern. Good lord, that's so good. I'm actually. So I've never really been a tar shirt oh, on. Oh, oh my gosh, it's oh, awesome. He's, he's totally still mad at me. Right and uh, that's actually, so for Alexis and I's anniversary, we're going to Chicago to go at that Burger King. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. What You're Burger going King? to Chicago to go to a Burger King? Yeah, because there's a magic portal there, and you can go to the oh. magical, fantastical <laughs> land of Foon behind the Burger King. How romantic. Do they have live shows there? How romantic. Are they doing a live show? <laughs> They're not doing <laughs> I wish. I'm not going to Chicago. That would be cool. They do live shows. They do. I want to go. Taiwan, where you can get married, and they have like a reception package. There's a Minecraft museum somewhere. There's uh, Minecraft. Anyways, Minecraft's getting too much pull right now. So my week was a week. I worked. Nothing special. I was trapped in the snow. Nothing special. 
Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Had some, How was your week, Dave? That was great. No one cares about what the clouds look like. Steve. <laughs> I had some dude slide into me. <laughs> what? <laughs> say, say that again. <laughs> not in that, that not like, with different words. Um, yeah, you some guy from words. Louisiana was out in Rifle, Colorado in the middle of a snowstorm, and he had no idea what he was doing and no business being out there, and he slid into my pickup truck. That tracks. Much better... Like yeah, wording, because yeah, for sure, yes, yeah, we're an audio podcast, so a lot of visuals probably just visuals happened right went there. right through there. That's okay. It's yeah. not okay. So then my Fender is 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 banged up, and I have to get my truck fixed. To the Fender right. Strat. No. Oof. I know it just went over like nothing. Like Matt's drum roll. Do <laughs> do. <laughs> Did you listen yes. to that episode yet? No, so, I need that to. Was our last I episode. I, I didn't want to smash the cymbal because it was late at night, and so I like, I hit it, but it. Like, and it was about <laughs> as loud as what I just did. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You did it twice. I bet it Kyle was... hit the drum, doo doo, and Matt's like. <laughs> I bet it just made it so much better. It was very. It was the next. Wonderful. The second. The, to be fair, the second one was on purpose. Uh huh. Because <laughs> it was late. Steve, that we're was, all just watching. It was funnier. See, How was your it, week? Is the second one going to be the same? It, was, it is the same. It was. It was a predictability. Purpose. Our week. Was week started out poopy. <laughs> oh yeah, you had. You literally had better. a crappy week. It got better. It got better. It got better. We had sewage problems, which is why we didn't have an episode last week. Yeah, and the snowstorm. That was the main reason. That was a big reason. The fact that like something was unplugged, like and the snowstorm, well, it was chaos. The frozen rain, snow apocalypse. I don't know. It was pretty bad. What snow did you guys get here? Because I got like a foot. Dude, you should have seen Fort Collins. My car was four or five inches. It wasn't necessarily the snow, but it was also like the fact that the rain froze and like a bunch of trees fell over. Then it snowed. Dude, no, straight up. So. <laughs> Alex and I get up because we're like we're visiting family and we're like cool we're gonna leave and do something with our lives and like I get up and like I literally open the door and I was like nope I shut the door <laughs> right back into our room and Alexa's like what are you doing I was just like I'm going to bed you can go home <laughs> and then she's like it snowed and I was just like we don't have a car anymore so you better tell your family we're staying for a couple of days because I ain't leaving <laughs> Yeah, I luckily parked Snow my car. Snow is gross. Steven's week. Yeah, this is Steven's week. week. Yeah. Steven legally changed his name to Steven. No. <laughs> was Steven that never happened. Steven? So you had the... It's Steven with a you PH. Had the, you had a Steve, so sewage Steve. problem. Steven. <laughs> I think we should call it a poop explosion. Yeah, no. It a was a little volcano. bit. It was. It was, it was minor like crap three inches of crappy water crappy came up through the shower. Oh, good. Job. Not just in the basement. Not to swear, yeah. but like you know the the saying "shite storm." Yeah. Literally. It, well, it was a little one. I mean, a localized. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a storm. It's not like there was a geyser coming out the commode. Was it Jake's colon after a good steak? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Don't ruin wow. steak for me, Jake. <laughs> I will Why put you in the fire that? next. Hey, Matt ruined steak for me. How? I didn't. I no, didn't no. Ruin steak I'm sorry. Your, your sissy body did that. guts ruined steak for you. Goodness gracious! Your biology did that, sir. Your biology. Your biology. Your biology did that to you. I thought you were getting ready to see a different word. We already are in the darkest time. The context wouldn't have even made sense if I did. This is it, guys. Your did that. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. 
I don't think these puns are as bad as what you went through, though. No. They're worse. That sounded pretty terrible. But it, it could have been bad. We, The first plumber that came out uh, thought that we had a break in our main line to the sewer. Did you tell me you had, like, a turtle smashing problem, too? A what? The plumber. Good night, Lexi. He was, like, going around hitting turtles for some reason and swearing he had to find a princess. I heard about that guy. Yeah. He wasn't an Italian. No, wasn't he wasn't an Italian. That took me way longer than a plumber. No, it. No, he did it bad. <laughs> he, I did. His delivery is terrible. That's why he I hasn't been running by this timeline lately. Okay, it, let's it really finish the more about so the we can get on to the episode. explosion after a series of several other weeks that we've had. That was like the cap. Yeah. Experience but it got better. More bad. more plumbers came out the next day. Were able to run their camera through all the way to the sewer. No blockage, no breaks. So they looked around for other causes of the issue. Found our sewer clean out, which is located outside of the house, and found that the power to it had somehow come unplugged. So the pump was not pumping the sewage through the system into the sewer. I'm sure all of your listeners are super glad to have known all those details. But the good thing Tune is... Tune in to the 4D show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard the good thing is you, apparently you guys can hold a lot of crap. A storm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, our system can hold a lot of crap. Um, apparently, according to the plumber, he says probably about 2,000 gallons of the stuff. Which is the same as the city. He said, he, yeah, he said it's the biggest. So it's so basically one day after residence. Thanksgiving. Pretty much. So, yeah. Like, pretty close. So, you might, kid. if I'm understanding correctly, what he's saying is uh, you guys are full of crap? Or were? Uh, our our, our, our pipes crap. were full of crap. Our, our. That's less fun. Killing. <laughs> oh, it's yes. your week. It was a week. Let's see, we got our power cut out because of the storm, of course, Ooh. and I get bad headaches when storms come in. Uh, Someone actually told me what it's called. I forgot what it's called. It's some it's thing. storm headache? Bad headaches. From the change yeah. of the barometric pressure. Yeah, it has something to do with that, and it's like medio something or other, but basically this means, yeah, it, it happens to people with arthritis and stuff. They get pain in their hands and whatnot. So that was fun. Knocked out our power, and then we got horrified in our house because of an arcing wire that caused the whole entire sky to light up blue and green in our house. So it was horrifying. Apparently, the children ran into my parents' bedrooms aliens, aliens. That's not what happened. This is how they told me. <laughs> yeah, that's how they told you. Because they just didn't take it seriously. We're like, big green, blue light outside. And they're like, we don't believe you there's light outside. So it's like, no, it looked like alien beam. That's how bright it was. And they must have just retold it to you. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's how they I mean, we were definitely freaked out. We just walked in and going like, guys, emergency. But yeah, no. Yeah, children, uh, not historically Fire and let it fall on the floor. I mean, seriously? He should be. He's 20. He's not really a child. But he kind of He might as well be not peace. Oh, not him. The other kid. He's the one that was screaming aliens. I wasn't screaming aliens. According to my parents. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, this is scary. Our parents Speaking of scary, okay. we started um, watching some Let's Plays of Phasmophobia together, yes. and Kellen decided that before next Halloween... That's not the same game. Right? Red Sus. Completely different game. Completely different game. Okay. You're Jake, doing what? Lord Who? Face Cat is Sus. Anyway, so we were watching Phasmophobia, and Kellen decided that before next Halloween, 
we need to come up with our own kind of version, sort of, of that game. And so we actually made up a, a pretty good story with the help of my, whatever you call him, boyfriend, ex-husband thing. Guy. We need a game. Yeah, my friend ex-husband. We'll need a game. That's that. pretty much thing. <laughs> we need a game. I'm laughing at the oh, thing part. With the help that. of my Chad. That works. Yes. So it, it's been a, a fun time coming up with that fun stuff. Ooh, you should call him the former paramour. Ooh, that's that does sound pretty good. It does sound fun. Fonzie. Yes. Apparently, we're into video games. Fonzie. Ooh, you just went back in time. Yeah, you dated right yourself, there. and Kellen has no idea. Wait, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never actually. You jumped the shark, and that's all you know. Yes. What else? Hey, that's better than not knowing anything. It's because my father talks about it. I mean, to be fair, it's too. I mean, if you can reference where Jump the Shark came from, that's 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 pretty good. Yeah, you have to listen to my old man talk, especially at your age. <laughs> not bad for twenty, right? Not bad for 20. He's not 20. I'm not any older than 25. <laughs> what are you going to be when he turns like 25? 25. <laughs> That's creepy. We'll figure out the logistics later, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> Listen, so, all we know is Letitia has 27 watermelons. Leti- nothing else matters. It was Ladasha, then Again, Letitia, then Letitia. Nothing else matters. She has 27 watermelons. That's what matters. So last week at church, we walk in, and one of the people that I know, who I never knew had children before, his child comes up to me and Kellen, and he's like, "Hi, I'm I'm pleased to meet you. Here, this is this one. your yeah, significant other?" <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> who is that? Oh. <laughs> Dave Sherman's son. <laughs> the bald, the bald keys guy. Oh no, no, but no, that that's David in the sound booth. Yeah, he's up in the the oh, okay. yeah, same oh. David Sherman. I have a. <laughs> Uh, Emily, how was your week? I was one that was a little older when she had me. Emily, how was your week? Oh, it was the same as their It was the same. It was her bathroom that was... I was just trying to make it louder because she was being So you're the culprit. about it. So... No. (laughs) (laughs) Did you eat a steak too? I'm throwing cherry bombs down the drain. (laughs) Anyways... Did Matt make you a steak too? It's life-changing. Good lord. Why? Anyway... Um, so I, so I've started watching this K-drama on Netflix. Is it the same one your mom watches? No, it's called A Record of You. She used to mock me. And it's actually really good. I'm on like the, the, each episode is like an hour long, so it takes a while, but, and there's only like 12 episodes, but it's actually pretty good. Um, what else did I do? Um, well, Ooh, Halloween, that was pretty fun. Oh, you did that? Yeah. We cool. had some people over we to our house. Shoot. We had We had one trick or treat. And you never came by. I didn't. I'm sorry. Why didn't you? I ran out of time. I you worked. didn't want to trick or treat? out of time. <coughs> I had to go. I had to go look at my. I had to look at the new coffee machine that I got at the church. And then I ran. And then. Somebody moved all my coffee tools, and I got really upset, and I had to furiously look around for them. Did they move your cheese? No, they took all the spoons and... Oh, I already had some cake. <laughs> you can still decorate a Hoot Owl cupcake after this. I have gingerbread cupcakes left. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh, why do you always have the best thing? <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I... I bake when I'm... I had it... So one of the people that, I was, that I, I'm DMing for right now for TNT had his birthday... And he's like, I want to play D&D. And I'm like, all right. So we did. 
So cool. I made a horror themed D and D campaign. What amazing ish thing. That sounds really good. Basically, I basically I I made it canon to the story too, which I'm a little impressed by. Good for you. Because it actually worked. I was like, oh, hey, this works. Huh, they're good. Like, they're oh. like separate timelines. I'm like, no, same timeline. Totally works out. Nice. Uh-huh. Right. So anyway. Good job, Matt. Everyone's I feel good. golf clap for Matt. Yay. I made a big monster. Now boo. Attack them. <laughs> I think one of the people that I'm, <laughs> I think one of the people that I'm DMing for, the one that's online, is cheating. Oh dear. <laughs> Pretty sure. That or like she, she is the luckiest person of all time. I have one of those in my group, but she literally is just the luckiest person because there's three of us there. She literally rolls at least four or five nat 20s every night. Cut off her hands. It happens. It's so annoying. It's terrible because they'll be like, all right, I'm going to do this. And she's like, I just nat 20 it. And I knock that off. I had there are a, ways to make that bite somebody. I use the thing because they're not <laughs> high, they're not high enough level for a beholder. So I use the thing called a goth, which is kind of like a beholder but smaller and way weaker. Not as deadly. Yeah, but it was still not pretty deadly for them. Deadly. And also, they thought it was a beholder. No, goths it's are the pretty same scary. Shape. Oh. Did you say goths are scary? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was goth once <clears throat> for like six years. You know, uh, were you scary? Mm. I was very scary. Actually, you're right. I mean, maybe. Oh. I was. I was. Anyways, that was fun. That was interesting. That was Halloween for me. I don't know if anybody did any other cool Halloween stuff. Did you go around trick-or-treating, Jay? Yeah, I. so we had a flash event, and that actually ran really, really late. Oh. Um, so a little bit. Rev got a ton of candy, so his tax candy tax increased this year. Oh. <laughs> I so. love candy taxing. How old is he now? Seven. Dude, no. You can do taxes and tithe. There you go. <laughs> yep. Teach him what I know what he's doing next. You're like, listen, ten percent of this candy has to go to Jesus. And I'm gonna consume it on his behalf. <laughs> so what was his tax rate? Because like you're a lord now, you get to set those. He got all the dum dums and then he has so, when he's huh? 90%. He got all the dum dums. Oh perfect. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. He, he, that's what he likes. Those are like no. I, I only took like Honestly, legitimately probably like three percent. Oh my gosh. Honestly. You're a terrible man. Man, you could have taken so much. I money. could have. But on like let's be honest, he's gonna forget about it in a week and I'm just gonna probably end up eating it. So really, throughout the year, I probably take like eighty-five percent. The, f- the worst fake royalty ever. Yep. 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 I really want to become a which which lady which uh, which select candies did you steal? I mean, uh, Snickers, tax. Reese's, okay. Alexa took Twix, uh, Kit Kat. She took Rolos. I don't know why. I'm actually really thinking of Rolos are delicious. Yeah. Rolos are good. I don't like them, and I'm actually currently rethinking the relationship. Um, you for don't Rolos? Like Rolos? I don't. Rolos are delicious. Wait, Rolos are just Twix without the Rolos are just Twix without the cookie. So I just okay. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing: I don't like an overwhelming amount of caramel. I'm not a fan of it. No, um, you can't. Rolos are not overwhelming. This is. Do you know They're who amazing. this is? I do, and I agree. There with is them. no I'm agreement. Sorry. There is none. Come be my disciple, son. <laughs> Sit beside oh, me. Don't get near him. You're gonna get. You don't like Rolos either. Not a big fan. 
You don't have to be a big fan. Plus, my ex gave me like three big bags of them. How about this? And then broke up with me like the next you week. You go sit with Jake. Don't so. blame the chocolate because you had this evil woman in your life. I didn't like if him you in the first start, place. Listen to me. If you start throwing it out of your life because a girl is mean to you, you'll have nothing left. To be fair, majority of my church has face tattoos, so it's a gamble. But. <laughs> Let me teach you the ways. But if you do need a face tattoo, this is I'll the help. way. No, you're no, gonna I'm not. Good. I just did. This. I don't know how many times you told me that you're not an artist. Oh, I'm the so worst Stay artist away ever. from my child's face. It will be an original piece. No. Can we? <laughs> how come this smiley face isn't even a circle? It's like an oval. That's weird. It'll be uh, a very original piece. I don't know. <laughs> Go sit with Jake. Yeah, come. Yeah. Long with I Rolo am haters. warm and comfy over here. I think that, yeah, I <laughs> think that just make, you, you know, it might be okay if Dave does it. If Jake does it, mom might be misspelled. <laughs> M A U M. There's a very real possibility. <laughs> no, I guarantee you it will be. There's a, a 70 30 percent, you know, 70 yeah. 30 split. And not only that, you'll be like be. something tiny and then like half your face. Like Louis Vuitton logo on the. Oh, dear. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Straight up, someone asked for that. Yeah, so going. Jake wanted me to come by the shop yesterday, and so that we could make the, make Nika think that I was getting a face tap. Did yeah. you? No, no you I didn't have time to. What? I, well, what I, that's what I told him. Like she she knows I would never do it. It wouldn't it wouldn't we wouldn't be able to trick her. Like what a weird day to go, just go <laughs> no. get a face tap. Just that's what you do. So, and I a big jack o' lantern from the fourth day. And we got married when I was 21. Don't so even start. I feel like I, we've raised each other. We finished raising each other. And I know that he would not get a face test. So it wouldn't work. Steve just had a bad day. He just was sick of the crap. He literally. had a bad day. He'd come home and have a beer and snuggle with me. <laughs> he wouldn't go get a face tat. Oh, he was, he he was literally sick of the crap and just decided to get a face tat. He was like, you know what? <laughs> nope. I would get head tattoos done, Dude, but not a okay, face tat. Okay, I'm telling you this now. Wait till you're 21. Uh, no, no, don't wait till you're 21. Why do you say these things? Quit being the opposite of a reasonable influence. No, she's a great I I'm going to tell you this know, until you turn 21, and then I'll probably tell you when you turn 21 to pray about it. Just pray about it now. You don't even need to wait. No, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Listen to the kid with the face tat. Wait till you're 21. <laughs> I feel like that was you a fallacy a tattoo? there. It is, but it makes sense. Are you trying to no, trust tattoo? Is that what you're an saying? Illogical. No. I think Munson's trying to say that he wants to give you a tattoo, give you a tattoo on tattoo. your face. <laughs> I mean, what is with you? Do you have a tattoo gun that you just found? Yeah, I, like, I know someone who has one. I think I can make I, a deal. <laughs> sure, you I could. I can just do a stick and poke. Oh just, my gosh, I would never like, do that. You just we're going to have a conversation about how bad that, that is for your body. It was a joke. You're yeah, tell that to all the Samoans and well, I'm like the uh, American. islanders. And so there's different. There's a difference with like. Are you talking tabori. about the cookies? Ooh, yeah. Okay. No, there's there's a difference with like Tabori and the way they do it versus like college stick and poke. Yeah. What about jail? Know. Know I feel properly. like that could have gone without it. She wasn't talking about college. Oh. Yes, I was. Oh, you were. What about jail? That's why it was a joke. Well, no, I know. It was and Tabori, a joke. Tabori hurts. It. Yeah. I've heard that that's like stupid. People, people die. Oh, I didn't know that, but I did know that I've heard that that's, like, incredibly painful. Hey, you want to yeah. try that's, that? That's hardcore. Yeah. That would be so much fun. I think 
Pass. <laughs> I, I, I want to do it. How do they die? So, like, a lot of them will do it from, like, the waist down, like, down to their feet, everything. And it's a lot of... That includes their kneecaps. It's a lot of, like, stress on the body, right? And it just, like... It's a lot of pain. They they basically stress out to death. It it causes your heart to stress stress out, and then you die of, like, heart complications. Ink can get into your bloodstream. A lot a lot of the inks that are used today though are safe. They're they're yeah. all they're natural and vegan and they're safe, so like if they do, like unless you are like allergic to the ingredients, you won't like develop any bad reactions to it. It's actually very rare to have someone allergic to an ink, and if they are, it's a light rash and that's it. I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to that, because I'm allergic to other vegan things. I'm allergic, I'm allergic to the ink to that's vegans. on my back with that yeah. shit that has Jeremy's. <laughs> I'm allergic to it. vegan food. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unless you count salad, but I usually put ranch on it, so. Are you serving me the food that's So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of weird tattoo myths <laughs> out there like white hurts more, it doesn't hurt more, it, it does just not. It only hurts more because it's the last color to go in. And, and by then you're just yes. sick of it. Yeah, yeah it doesn't hurt more. I like white. It feels just fine. But yeah, yeah so let's, man, let's talk to the Mandalorian. Yes. Oh, I'm excited. Oh. Let's jump um, the Mandalorian. Is that talk. that one thing that's like Star Warsy or something? Star Warsy. Yeah, it's a little Star Warsy. Okay. Just a bit. Just a smidgen. Don't look at me like that. You know I'm just messing with you. I know. That's why I was looking at you like that. <laughs> I had to find my. I had to remember what my Disney Plus look was. What's so let's, let's go ahead and talk about first thoughts real quick, so that way we can get this out of the way and get to the real meat and potatoes of the episode. Um, I guess we'll go in a circle this way. I'm happy that they're doing it, I guess. I don't know so. what the thoughts. Like, it was good. No? You got nothing? His name is Kellen. Kellen? That's his thought. Yeah, my son. <laughs> <laughs> They've set the bar for the entire season at, like, an 11. It just was with such the a good first episode. episode. But here's, so here's my thing. Wait, that you're, I not, to you're not me. Or it goes from him to me. Oh, you might oh, don't have a specific Maybe order. we'll see. We'll see if I get. Oh, to well, I figure. I figure we go this way so that way. I was way, just like, listening can... to Jake. Listen to Jake. He makes dumb Lord. life decisions. <laughs> he now has two face tats. All right. Okay. What about on his? Go ahead. Right. You haven't even watched it. Absolutely wonderful. It was the best thing I've ever seen. Next. Did you actually? She has so interesting, Mika. The the thought and the okay. process into this review is just mind blowing. <laughs> the, the thesis and theology, like you know, we I usually don't ask her things. I like, can't. Ever. I can't even so, fathom like, it right now. It's literally the first time we've asked There's her a question. I'm podcast mom. I'm here to discipline and provide snacks. <laughs> and she looks super warm. So the most <laughs> important job, really. <laughs> also, also witty rejoinders. <laughs> Every once in a while, we do witty rejoinders. Yes, and coming up with exactly the right meme for what we need, Steven. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's the one that found the Steven meme for it. She finds middle-aged oh. mom memes. Finds memes, got it. Okay. It's like yes! Parent memes are the best memes, because they, they hurt you emotionally and spiritually. <laughs> yes, they hurt you emotionally. Emotionally. emotionally? Emotionally. Apparently. <laughs> Not emotionally. That's what he said. <laughs> you I said emotionally. You said emotionally. You said I'm pretty sure you heard emotionally. No, he hey, said emotionally. Uh, who's, who's Why next? are we arguing about Who's next? Because about we are who we who's are. Next? So, <laughs> the first episode, y'all are going to hate me, but like the best part was the end. And I didn't really care that <gasps> Is much. Is that because it rest. was over? 
No. No, because of what happened end. at the end. What? Oh, we'll talk about that like at the, the end of our uh, talk scene. about it. So okay. But about. then, like, the rest of it, I was like... Uh. Oh! They started off the season with a dragon hunt. Uh-huh. How much, how 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 much more metal can it get? Wait, was the dragon really hunting, or were they hunting? They were hunting a dragon. I, if I was a critic, I would be like this. Steve, episode. your daughter's a scroll. Seriously, this episode. If I was a critic, I would be like this episode was very good. As a fan, I was just not a big fan. Okay, I'm just saying. And I don't know why y'all are pressed about that. I'll tell you why when it's only a scroll would say that. I thought it was a I thought it was a good pace setter for this season. Um, if if the, any if the episodes stay at least at least to about seventy five percent as good as this is, I'll I'll be happy the whole time. Oh yeah, I I hundred percent agree. It definitely is a good like mood and like like you said pace setter for it. Um, and Alexa really enjoyed it, and she's not like a huge fan of Star Wars at all, and she is a fan of the Mandalorian. Really said like. It's made her excited to like continue watching The Mandalorian, so it's just it's it's good. I like the tone that it set and just like all together the coming of it and basically what they're setting forward for this, this season. It very nice. So I'm super excited. So there's some things, and I don't know if I'm reading too much into it. We'll have to see. But the first thing that I had to see that I that I noticed was <clears throat> when the Marshall came out. Since when? Uh, hang on, hang on. Let it finish. As soon as the marshal came in, I was like, that looks familiar. The armor. <laughs> and I was like, but I don't know they would actually go that far. But it just looked familiar. And then uh, the scene of it where he's getting it from the Jawas, the armor, it, it, the color was really good there. And I'm like, that's, that's Boba's armor. But at least it looked that way. It looked yeah. like Boba Fett's arm. Alexa was actually the first one to point it out to me. Like, I was kind of, like, vaguely paying attention. Mm. And she was like, wait, is that his armor? And I'm that like, looks no. Like- and then I looked at it, I was like, holy crap, that's his armor. Yeah, and I was then- like, it's Boba Fett jokingly. And then I'm like, wait. And then they were Boba like, you know. Fett. And then I'm like, wait. You know, I knew was- it wasn't him because he's way too scared. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I knew it wasn't him, but I knew that was his armor. But then they were like, you know, uh, he-, he lives in a Sarlacc. And he goes, I no one would live in a Sarlacc <laughs> unless the Sarlacc was dead. And I was like. I wonder if somebody killed Sarlacc. Well, I heard Sarlacc pits are actually a really good place to live right now. I thought it taxes aren't too high. My neighborhood's getting better. I thought it'd be funny if it was Boba Fett. And it's just like, hey, y'all, I'm Boba Fett. But like, with that voice. <laughs> You've been living out in the sticks too long. Lost a bunch of weight. Lost a bunch of weight. Gave the southern accent somehow. Well, when all you have to eat is like the innards of a Sarlacc. Like... No, other animals, you know, end up in there from time yeah, to time. Yeah, but that's like leftovers. Did, did they show Mando speaking, uh... Tuscan? Tuscan yeah, before? Yes. Yeah. And did they do that before? No. No. Okay. That was new. That was new. Okay. <coughs> and I thought that was I just, new, but... The whole episode was just amazing. I mean, they, they went on a dragon hunt for crying out loud, and they did a really good... At first, I was, it looked like more of like a worm to me, and I was like, why are they calling this a dragon? But then, was, when, then when it started, like, doing dragon things, and from underneath, it really looked like a dragon. I was like, this is really cool. <laughs> I was waiting for that one, uh, what's the one game where it's like, it's a worm! <laughs> it basically looks like... That's what I was waiting for someone to quote. I just heard Andy's voice in my It looks head. like an endgame <clears throat> Dark Souls boss. Like, it's crazy it was, big. Yeah, yeah like it was tremors. really good. And then like the, the end... Yeah, I did, actually. 
correct. That's the first thing I thought when I saw the crown. But is that not the same actor that played played? Uh, I thought he was Boba Fett. No, no. Or not Boba Fett, but Django in the in the prequels. It looked like the same actor that played Django. No, that we'll get did there. the clone. We'll get there. So they didn't play Django um, in the prequels. So. Yeah, did you guys notice the uh, the first big cameo? It wasn't a character, but the Marshall's speeder bike. Oh, I thought you were talking about the C two P. I did notice that, and I that's actually, one that's of the, the that's one no, that's one of the engines from Anakin's pod racer yeah, specifically. Yeah. Did you guys also was know that? that really? Yes. Yeah. So on the graffiti, oh gosh, yeah. on the walls, was, you see, uh, you see yes, graffiti. I thought it looked familiar, and I was trying to figure out what it was. It's a little different because it's been, you know, modified, it's been modified, modified over yes. the years. But I noticed that too. Did you is guys it physical graffiti? Yeah. So it's yeah. like physical graffiti. You yeah, see C three PO cool. and R two like on the wall. I didn't see R two. I saw what it's like, it looked like, like it could it's be three PO. The, the corner. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Now I'm gonna have to rewatch. When do they see the head? Their graffiti was really cool. It's like when he's walking by. Yeah, the, graf- the you know, All this was talk cool. about Boba Fett brings me back to this amazing holiday special that I remember from 1978. Why would you do that? Can you born. leave the episode, please? <laughs> You're Jeez. grounded. We're now turning this into Survivor. You can vote on <laughs> But Boba Fett's in it and he talks. Yeah, early 2000s reference. Woo! So I just, I don't know, I just look like the same actor to me, but I could have been hopeful, wishful thinking, but... Did you just say early 2000s Yes, he did. Yeah, Survivor. Survivor. Oh, okay. That's Survivor, so. yeah, Sorry, I was... I was that's when 70s, that was... Rel- sorry, I, I couldn't get my mind past holiday special. I'm sure Survivor <laughs> was out longer, Steve just had more like relevant in early 2000s. He was having a temporary stroke. <laughs> I threw up in my mouth. It's had to like every time that. I say anything about the holiday special that's happened, so I have to say it more often. Okay, since we can't get off the Boba Fett kick, that absolutely was Tamira Morrison who played Jango Fett. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. That it absolutely is Once Boba Fett. Right. That's exactly what okay. I thought it was. Yeah, there's is it really? no question of it. I Which could, I didn't. I so I wasn't sure. Honestly, I think for me that's enough too. Like I, I don't know how much I'd like it if he like went on an adventure with. No, Mandalorian. I think just him showing he, up at the cameo, like confirming mm-hmm. he survived the the pit, is enough. We're gonna see him again. It might not. It, it might not even be in this season. Mandalorian. Bros. We will see him. See I feel like it will be in this. Season. I want to see Mandalorian Bros. I want to see a lot because my, I have questions, and just it, it ties into like uh, I want to know, you know, why? Because it brings up a lot of questions. Like you, you see can't him, have his a show about there. Mandalorians without Boba Fett. Without Boba Fett, I, I, and there's I, some. But why agree, did he but take I, off the armor? I wouldn't be upset if huh? they never. Like if they never showed him again, like the confirmation oh, yeah, alive is was your question. So my question is, and this is where uh, my mind went to as I was driving here, is why did he take off the armor? And then it goes to the the same thing. You know, did he? And this is kind of wondering what where they'll go with it, and something maybe that just fanboy Dave wants to see. But did he take off the armor? Maybe for some reason that's very similar to why Obi Wan became Ben Kenobi, just at that same area, the same time. They both. You know what I mean? The, the same. So to answer your question, taxes. If they keep the lore intact, or at least mostly intact, he was nearly dead by the time he blasted his way out of sight, right? Because of stomach acids. Dengar finds him and like, like takes like takes all of the stuff off of him and like gets him back to health, like nurses him back oh. to health over like weeks and weeks. So if they very so possibly it got stolen. Forgotten about, 
whatever it, in and my, found by the Jawas. So I don't know if they if they do follow her. I'd love it if they do that. If they don't, I my I mean, my running theory is that like he got out of the Sarlacc pit and he was injured and they thought he was dead and they just took his armor off and he's just laying there. That could unable be too. To move. Oh, yeah. That Which sense. that could be, and then that's, somebody probably came by and helped. That's, him my, that's one of my thoughts. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just want to see. I just want to see a, a crossing where Kenobi and Boba met, and maybe those two timelines could rejoin at some point a little bit, and cross and do some things there. As yeah. much as I'd like Obi Wan Kenobi in this, I feel like well, I know it's not going to happen. It might be too much. Just a, no, it won't happen. He's, He's dead. Is he dead at this point? Yeah. yeah. This is five years oh, after yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course think, he's dead. I'm like, uh, he's I'm, been dead for like nearly ten years now. I'm thinking of flashbacks and Force yeah. Ghost stuff and whatever. I don't know. There wouldn't be any need for that. They're promoting their new show. <laughs> yeah. They'll promote their new show by replacing Haunted, it when it's featuring done. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> uh, that would have been a great Halloween special. The, I thought the Obi-Wan thing was a movie. Is it a Originally series? they were going to do a movie, but they're doing a they're doing a... Limited series. Mini series. Oh, okay. uh, either Plus. either way, I, I like the direction that they're going with this season, and um, I don't know. It's gonna be I super love cool. that they're keeping the western motif. I do too. Yeah, I'd be just. I feel like it was slightly yeah. overplayed in this episode, though. The western oh, thing. No, it like especially the cantina scene with like the marshal walking awesome. in and, and he's like, got he's got his spurs on I yeah like, but there's honestly nah, I think like not. whether it's overplayed or not like because it has that feel like why not play it up a bit and like go run with it I mean that was the whole point of yeah. you know and it's like it, it's just it's just fun you know and I don't think there's there's anything wrong playing it up a little bit and making it more fun you know the spurs thing has been I mean Bubba Fett always had the spurs that was part of his armor. Oh, I thought he played for them. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So. I thought it was very good. I'm very excited for it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for more as well. Um, I think this is the but first yeah. episode where there is the least amount of, like, the the child. The right. least amount of him, like, doing yeah, much. And yeah. I really like the end where instead of having... I mean, not that I dislike... <laughs> <laughs> the, the baby doing cool stuff, but this was really him just being a bad age, just doing cool dad stuff. Just yeah, I'm Basically. going in. <laughs> He's like, look at me, I'm a cool dad. My cool camera? dad, like, oh no, that's answered a question I've had for almost nine years now. Yeah, just cool. I, I actually does he shave? As soon as yes. he turned around, where he saw his face, I I actually cheered. Nice. I don't do that. I was much. really. Yes, you know, we do. didn't. We don't. When we're it not talking to Star Wars. You do. We did talk a lot about it, but the beginning don't of the episode was pretty cool too. Not I like, like the, that. I like the little like the quick fight in the um, fighting, like in the fighting. Yeah, arena. that was cool. I, like, yeah. I just liked all of it. Like the quick, like it was quick. It was fast. Yeah, I like the baby realizing things are about to happen. Yeah, he's like, wham, boom! <laughs> <laughs> it's the button slams the little. I see the fan. I see the, the pile. I see what's about door. to happen. Click. You're like, uh, yes. I love. Baby I love that he like baby has to lean forward outside and find the button on the outside, click it, and then. That just made food. me really happy. Aw, that's so good. Yeah, happy like is great. I love baby Otis. So yeah. It sets a high bar for the rest of the season. <laughs> Absolutely. I guess Disney gets really mad when people call it baby, call the child baby Yoda. They're like, call it the child. 
I think it's funny calling a baby Yoda is great because yeah. if you don't establish what the thing's name is, what the, what the name of the species is, we're gonna call it this thing that we know about. We're gonna you give it the cutest name we can. We're gonna give. Yeah, the child isn't cute. They can't give it a name now because whatever they call it, it's still gonna be baby. Can we just call it. Yeah. No. No. But the things they get Eve like, cute. They're like it's not baby Yoda. It's like. Dude, too late, man. Way too late. Way Far too late. late. Should have hashtagged it before the flying <laughs> stupidity. Yeah, so so like they refuse to put Baby Yoda on any official merchandise. Well, yeah, because that's not what it. It's not. I know. It is. That'd be it is stupid now. to it's put that on merchandise. It no, the people make a lot of money that selling merchandise that says Baby Yoda on it. It's not because it says Baby Yoda on it though. It. Yeah, I know, but that's what people now know it as. If you say the child, the people like, who aren't real no. Star Wars fans aren't going to know what you're talking about. If, if I you walk say up Baby Yoda, they know. Yeah, you absolutely. see the picture of it right there. If I walk if up to somebody on the street... Yeah, child. But if I walk up to somebody on the street, I go, draw the child. And they're like, what? Well, so they yes, draw a little picture like that's a not, not the kid point. Merchandising. Some people like Baby Yoda, but they don't know Star Wars. The problem is, if you were to say that to me or say draw Baby Yoda, you're going to get the same horrific image, and you're not going to understand what it's supposed to be. I feel yeah. like at least Baby Yoda is going to be, if I say Baby Yoda, it's going to be green. Yes, it'll be a green it'll thing, a but you'll be like, I still don't ears. know what this is supposed to be. <laughs> That's fair. Kay. That's fair. Yes. Are we done with our uh, review? Thing. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you haven't seen it, sorry we ruined it. If you haven't watched season one, what's wrong with you? Go watch it. I'll put a, I'll put a disclaimer at the beginning. It's not real. <laughs> Spoilers! We said, yeah. we said we're talking about it. Yeah, like we definitely like we definitely said several times that we were talking about it. I feel like we're, oh, yeah, we're, we're covered. There were disclaimers. Also, it's the first episode of the season, not the whole season we're spoiling. So. But, I mean, that's a huge spoiler is, right yeah. off the bat. <laughs> To be fair, yes. Be I mean, fair. if they're listening like, you don't now and they're just now figuring out their spoilers, no. they're dumb. The only spoiler that would be bigger than that is Luke Skywalker showing up out of nowhere. Nope, that wouldn't even be as big. That because we all know Luke's around. Yeah, it would be pretty big though to just be like, "Hey, there's a there's a teenager." Or well, now he's like, "How old is he at this point?" This is after Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay, so he's like. <laughs> He's on his grumpy old man island he's, doing his grumpy old man oh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> no, he's, he's looking for he's in his the like 30s. Oh the, he's start, younger. No. Than, he's probably your age. He's in the I late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, grumpy 30s. old man. No, five years after Return of the Jedi? Be like mid 20s. Mid 20s, oh. okay, sorry. So oh, he's so he's just making out with his sister. Not anymore. No, no, him, his sister and he Han are married at this point. Okay, I just want to see I just want to see this running running by in the background and people are like, do you guys remember real, the scene like, in Scary like, Movie where the alien's walking like, like this, <laughs> like looking at the camera? Like a giraffe. Have you seen that? He is yeah. a force to be reckoned with at this point. <laughs> it'd, it'd, be funny, it'd be funny just to see him running along in the background and you're like, what's he doing? Anyway. Anyways. Yeah. What? Anyways, so. Alright. Is that a Jedi? That was a Jedi, man. Main topic. Not time for the main topic yet. What's wrong with you? Not. What are we waiting? Because we got to run this ad first. So here's our ad from Anchor FM. <laughs> you know, it really brings all the flavors together. Unlike it's hilarious. All the Star Children who decided to go in different directions. You know, because they're so together. You have a lift? Yeah. Somebody might be a little salty about the end of Game of Thrones because he decided to mainline the entire Why are you season. Why taking a whip? Because there's too much problem? sugar in that for him. It's bad for me. Sugar's bad sugar. for me too. No, so I have to drive home. The entire uh, I watched. I mainlined the entire show to get to the last season. So 
Did I watch it with other friends yeah. that were watching it? Like actually mainlined it? I watched the whole like thing. Put it in your arm mainlined it? I watched it in a month. Was it more like between wow. your toes? I'm sorry. I know. I felt worse for the people that have been watching this for like 10 years. You should write them a meme letter. <laughs> You're like, you sons of... Dear HBO! I actually did... <laughs> this is unacceptable! I did sign the petition. The forget, a, petty. forget a letter. Just send them an audio recording using that voice. Yeah, <laughs> I got so upset. Dear I got, HBO! I vented Dylan's hired Gilbert Godfrey if he was still alive. Ooh, I, I can we just to, send him yeah. Lord Face Chat and he can say it? I vented yeah. to Dylan, who was the only person that I knew that had actually seen the episode for like half an hour, at least. That was after my like. By like, did that really happen? Is that really the end? That's the end. You know that cool. Pablo Escobar meme where he's like sitting there staring like in an empty that pool, was me staring out for a day. <laughs> That's what I was saying. At least, it's like really. All right. Well, <clears throat> darkest timeline. Um, Matt, if you don't mind again describing what it is for those listening who may have okay. forgotten. Okay. The darkest timeline is. It's going to be stories based on. And they are going to occur in different timelines other than our current one. This is the worst timeline. So, basically, any scary stories involving the people around this campfire. I feel like this is not going to go well. Um, most of us are going to die in most stories. Hey, we have saying. an author here, so... Just saying. Or, I mean, true. two authors. Two? That is true. So Technically three. Mine's a theological. I'm not listening. And I'm not published. <laughs> <laughs> I published, but I when I was a really in long text message I'm once. in an advanced like, English class. Was it angry? <laughs> it was, oh, no, got it it was about Game of Thrones. Dear HBO! <laughs> I signed the HBO. This is unacceptable! There was a, there was a petition on change.org that I signed. To, like, send and I knew, that it, I knew that they're not going to change the show because they saw a petition. But I just was petty enough that I just wanted that number to go up by one. <laughs> we need to have Lord Facetat be like our singing telegram. Skip the call their customer service. <laughs> I wanted to call it. My name is Gertrude, and I'm upset. <laughs> Wait, Jake, were you here? Yes. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was still tempted to call HBO and be like, so, I don't like my subscription. They're like, What's the name? I'm like, Oh, I'm not the subscription holder. I'm just mad about it. <laughs> I'm just that mad. I'm canceling for him. It's my roommate, actually. But I'm doing him a favor. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick before we kick off our stories just another reminder for that we remind every year because it is darkest timeline these episodes are a little more pg-13 because of content yeah so uh, if smallish children are listening to this episode maybe not listen let them continue so close maybe skip to the previous episode or the next episode you have children go to bed yeah no <laughs> also, it, it might be a little scary for them you know and I don't think we don't have any real. We, I don't think we have a huge amount of real little children listening. But if there are people with small you, children, maybe don't yeah, listen. If to you're this a one parent out loud. listening to it on the commute or whatever, be responsible. Pause it. Listen you know. to yourself first. See if it's if your kids are mature. I mean, we're probably going to describe murder and disemboweling. And there will definitely be. It, they get <laughs> violent. Fairly violent. Ultra, yeah, and, as and most gory. campfire well, stories dark, do. Right? So I guess technically on that and. It, kind of delves into the R a little bit with the uh, gore sometimes so yeah it's more descriptive just so. to but be since forewarned it's just audio it's not it should be too I long. mean just like in the reference but, of violence like when I had Steve eat you yeah I don't yeah. think you know children need to hear a father eating his children unless exactly. he is a zombified werebear trapped in the woods but that's, that's true. a different story <laughs> 
So that being said, that was a really good story. Yes. Too bad it didn't win. But I know. That was a really good story. It was a good story. That was actually really good. I think I voted for yeah, that one. Mine was better. <laughs> I'm really bad at words, so. So okay, cool. I'm so how are we gonna words. start it? Do we wish? Should we have guests? Start this You're time? not doing that. No, no. the guests don't understand. <laughs> so how's this? Let's do Dave. No, no, no. no. I think Let's have one of you guys start. Why don't you start? Because I gotta get my creative juices flowing. Because again, I didn't, I didn't get so how about prepare like you guys always do. I why do you assume that? I prepare because you told me. I didn't tell you that. That's oh, what you Kyle said. It? Oh, Kyle and Jake. He's not even do. here. Kyle and Jake. Yeah, pre prepared this time. I'm not pre prepared. We'll go with yeah, the intern first. Yeah. Let's go based off of who makes no, the most money. Actually, if you're gonna go, you should go first because you're not staying <clears> up <throat> the entire time. Because school. How about we have Dave go first? The I'll author. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, oh. you're a really quick one. Okay. Go yeah. On. Ooh, this it's is a first. The year was 2020. <laughs> Point two. <laughs> Scary already. Hold on, I need to get a pipe so I can. There <laughs> was a sewage storm. Oh, oh no! He, no, you didn't even start oh, in January. Nika, we said uh, not keep it. And then we all lost our medical insurance and had to pay out of pocket. Ooh. Then. We were munching on Halloween candy, and all of our fillings fell out, and we had to pay for that, too. The end. That's not so bad. I don't have feelings. I feel like the insurance feelings companies actually feelings. enjoyed that. <laughs> You're just going to get a knock on the door, and they're like, so, I heard you had an accident. <laughs> wow. it's, the, it's the villain from uh, Princess and the Frog, the Disney one. <laughs> yeah, what's his face? How yeah, that one's super creepy. It did get super crazy. I mean, to be fair, when you're dealing with food, that's But super he's got a very stuff. catchy theme song, so it's not all bad. I know, Friends it's on the Other Side. I like him as a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, when you have a catchy well theme song, you're not really yeah, a bad yeah. guy. It's just a you're job just a title. Bad, you're not a bad guy. You're just a bad guy. He's got Friends on the Other Side. Oh, I have an idea. It's a, it's a nine We're going to draw straws. I can, I can sort of draw a straw. I can kind of start. It's like a... I can kind of start, like I think. Yeah, Matt's going to start. So, yeah, you start, because I'm Matt's still trying to figure out the premise of this. Matt's like, going to start. Do you start the story, and we yeah, all continue it, or do we each tell our own story? We each tell, tell our own story. Oh, interesting. Okay. I can just get started, I suppose. I'm just trying to finish it in my head. Okay. Sort of. Okay. Are we doing spooky music? Does yeah, anyone have spooky? Do, um, I have a Halloween flavor. No, it has to be... Actually, I actually have one for the shop. Royalty free? Yeah. Spooky? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Now it's very urgent. Put it next to the mic, but just turn it down. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> that's really that's really the that's TRM free? Sure about that? Yeah. You pose about that. Alright. No, it's paused. Oh, good job. Okay, I felt like it was. Let's try YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. No. I feel like the fire is Don't do that. It could be one. That's Here. for sure. 
But hey, five more minutes and I'll have another, you know, hot flash and then I'll give you a big hug. If it makes you feel any better, I did forget that we were doing this, but I'm, I'm pretty comfortable right now. But if the fire goes out... It's just, just because your legs are so long okay, that even though you're wearing second. shorts, they're basically in the fire. Hold on, hold on. Give me one second. That's Wait, fire. you threw your shorts in the fire? Yes, that's what exactly what I said. Absolutely. Rotating to get cooked evenly. <laughs> I know we so we bought a tiny little heater for our room just because like I like the window open so like Alexa gets cold and the heater got stolen from her and now the dog uses it so like he like curls in front of it so now it's, it's his heater. That's pretty cute. They do make like um, pet beds that you plug in. You'd like them a lot. I could huh? totally do a pet. I like to get in the mood. Yeah, I like that one. Because we tried, we had a heated blanket at one point. Gotta get into storytelling mode. I like that. Yeah. Clay pipe. Got them over at Rims. I don't have that issue. Chapter 20%. I need one like that for like my writing area. So I can have nothing. Yeah. Had I done this earlier, I probably would have found more music that was better. That's okay. Part of, part of the reason I got you that uh, music I totally didn't download it to my phone yet. Sorry. Yeah, I, I meant to remind you last weekend. Yeah. And then stuff happened. That's probably a better idea. Poopy stuff? Uh -huh. okay. Yeah. Some crappy stuff happened. Some crappy things happened. Alright, Matt is about to tell his story. Does he tell it in that voice? Too? Matt's about to tell his story! No, when Matt does a British accent, he becomes the queen. Alright, everyone. No. Okay, everybody. It's gonna be scary, so all the children go to bed. Okay, Gilbert. Gilbert Godfrey now? Okay. Um, You're not actually. That was actually pretty He's good. actually Cockroach Clown. Okay. Okay. Anyways, all right. So, <clears throat> the year is 2020. No. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, a a pandemic has wiped over, and winter has been postponed by COVID. Uh, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> so, it's early fall. And it's pretty warm out. Uh, because most things are shut down, uh, the Comic Talk 616 podcast crew decides to go camping. Um, well, camping with a very, very specific uh, goal in mind. Uh, we're going on a Sasquatch hunt. I'm so excited. I know, we should. Christy was very excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I want it stated right now that if I get shot in this because I'm mistaken for a Sasquatch, I'll forgive you. My story just Matt, I have an idea. My story just changed. Storyteller, man. No, it's okay. My story just changed. No. I'm a rookie. I can't help it. No, it's okay. You're good. You're good. We go on a Sasquatch. Christy's extremely excited. Jake came a little bit late. As he does. As sometimes, as tend to happen. As he does. It's really weird because in this universe, Jake's always early. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a nightmare. Yeah, I'm glad he went to the bathroom. Perfect timing. Uh, <laughs> so, this, so, 
as we're going up, uh, there is a bit of a fog along the mountain. Um, it's the uh, North Fork Campground area, and it's kind of by Buford, Colorado. It's a small town, very, very remote. Um, we decided to go camping because, unfortunately, winter is postponed. Uh, and we go, and uh, Bigfoot hunting is kind of a kind of a little mix of art and science. Uh, <coughs> a classic Bigfoot yell is extremely hard to get down. Uh, Matt doesn't actually know what those, uh, how to do one. My feet hurt. <laughs> yes, classic. <laughs> it's cold outside. Classic. Classic uh, Bigfoot yell. Uh, act like Gilbert Godfrey, and it attracts Bigfoot, actually. Strangely enough, Bigfoot and Sasquatch are very similar. They're cousins. Um, they're, they're cousins. And the you Yeti. might even say they're the same thing. The Yeti is no, very close as well. It's very similar, but not the same. One combs their hair uh, to the right, the other combs it to the left. It is, oh, is based the on difference? the. It's based on regional. It, they're based on region. Yeah. But okay. we go out the, the, the hunt, and as. You go on a Bigfoot hunt, you spread out in groups. Uh, the groups spread out as such. Uh, Dave runs off with Jake. Jay goes off with Jake. Um, That's a great plan. Uh, Nothing can go wrong. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> Kellen and Christy go off together. Uh, Annalise goes off by herself, which I'm never so works bad. out well in these stories. Uh, Steve's going. Uh, Steve goes off to after to find her because going off on your own in a bigfoot hunt, hunt is never a good idea. Nobody will believe you if you see one. Uh, I I stayed in camp. Uh, I'm a coward. <laughs> as as I was in camp, I got kind of bored, started looking up on my phone, looking up different things, and looking up different pictures of Bigfoot, imagery of Bigfoot, and I heard a noise. Uh, noise was a gargantuan uh, rumbling, and it was off where Jake and Dave were. We heard a yell a scream, and then we heard silence, and then another rumbling. Um, I ran off. I ran off to see what the noise was. I was soon joined by uh, Kellen, Christy, and we came upon an area of trees that was cleared out down to the ground, as if, as if there was a fire localized to one strip there no trees left. The path that had been laid out was decimated. It basically wasn't there anymore. You couldn't see where it started or ended. <laughs> we found an arm. <gasps> what kind of an arm? Human arm, actually. What? Really, really big or kind of medium? I think Chrissy's, it was. Christy's excitement was squelched <laughs> as we found a big arm. A big arm? Yeah. Uh, this, it 
had a watch that was incredibly, incredibly like this. Oh no. Perplexed and scared, we didn't know what was going on. We were very confused by the big cleared path. Um, then towards another hill, we heard no another loud rumbling noise and it was from the direction that Steve and Annalise had run off to there was another rumbling and we could see where the trees were falling where the area was being cleared um, we <coughs> Christy, Kellen and I were all frozen in fear as we saw the area being cleared coming straight at us. We ran. Run, kid. We ran. We ran, in, we ran, and we ran back to the campground as fast as we could. Uh, Christy and Kellen got in the car and started to turn the key, and they started a car up and started to drive off. As they started to drive off, saw a massive figure, almost like some kind of large worm with two small beady eyes and a large tail. It slid down the mountain, and as they were driving away, it intersected their path, swallowing them whole. I just died, bro! I <laughs> sat in my car, perplexed, and I couldn't, frozen with fear. Started my car to drive off. I made it about three quarters of a mile, relaxing, knowing that I'd made it out. And as I stopped, I looked at the mountain and saw that pair of beady eyes sitting at the top of it, holding on. And as it slid down towards me, I knew my time was over. You died? Yeah. I died, you died, Kelly. Everybody died. Everybody died. So Except for died. Munson's arm. You're, it stayed. I win. Your arm won. <laughs> your arm won. Um, there's a thing called the... Uh, I, I looked it up today. I did do a tad... I did tad prepare, but only in such that I looked up the Colorado cryptids. There's a thing called... Just a second. I have to get the name again. I believe it's called the Rock Slide Bolter. It's a Colorado cryptid creature that's a giant, like, essentially a giant sandworm, but not for sand, and it hangs on the top of any mountain that's over 45 degrees in angle and slides down, attacking groups of campers. Wow. Yeah. So I thought that was fun. I thought mine was fun, but... Thank you for my awesome death. Yeah. This is because... You almost got away. You are very close. Okay. Are we going to have... Very close. Annalise do hers next. That's probably probably for the best. Two round away. What do you guys can go? What do you guys can go if you want? Uh, Gabby knows good enough for that. Ooh, we'll wait for Annalise. We'll switch. We'll, we'll switch. Do you? So do you guys have like the premise yet? Yeah, I have a short one. Actually. You have a short one. Yeah. You want to go ahead and go? You want to wait for her? You want me to stay? Go ahead. Let's just do it. All right. There we were around a campfire recording a podcast. Everything was going well. Their introductions, and then continued on to the news. It seemed inconsequential at the time, 
So Stephen stood up. Stephen stood up, um, telling us that he'd be back soon. As we chatted about comics, no one could have known what was about to happen. Stephen walked back into the campfire circle. Evan recoiled in complete shock. On Stephen's foot were socks and sandals. <gasps> socks and sandals. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Stephen, how could you? He's a daddy's allowed. Wow. Dads are not even allowed. That's not even fair. All right. In torn, your turn. Okay, let me get in my seat. I came up with a good idea, so. Wonderful, I can't wait to hear it. Please don't kill me first. We'll see. <laughs> let me finish my Laffy Taffy and watch I think that. that means we're going to kill you first. I probably, but I still love her. I'm not Laffy Taffy in my mouth, so. It's the worst. Go ahead. I'm not eating those lava tappies. <clears throat> Amazing podcast okay. material. This so, ambient fire noise. ASMR time, guys. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, anyways. I don't, know, I don't know if the microphones are actually going to pick that up. <laughs> That's good. Anyways, okay. So, in this universe, people are dolls, and they all live in dollhouses. And our house is the dollhouse, and it's some sort of like communal house, and we all live there together. <laughs> it's the Talk 616 communal dollhouse. And we all just are hanging out. It's like a chill, fun day. And um, Steven is hanging out in his office. He's working on editing a video or something. Just doing his thing. And we're all just hanging out in the house. And then we hear this like rattling noise coming from the ceiling. It's like a tapping noise. Like a like a table is hitting the roof. And so Steven being the head of the <laughs> decides to go outside and investigate. <clears throat> so he leaves the dollhouse, and what he sees is a giant hand reaching down to come pluck him off the ground, and the hand shakes him about until he is knocked unconscious and he falls onto the ground. And meanwhile, everybody else is still inside the dollhouse, Annalise is doing whatever she does down in the basement all day, every day, seven days a week. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what everyone else is doing. Um, everybody's just hanging out. But soon, somebody decides, Matt, the reasonable one of the group, decides to go find out where Steven went. Because he's been missing. He was editing a video. And doesn't know where he went. So Matt asks around, seeing if anybody knows what happened to Steven. And nobody <laughs> has any clue. So he goes and looks out the window, and he doesn't see him. So he decides to go outside. And when he goes outside, he finds the limp body of Steven <laughs> laying <laughs> on the ground, dismembered from, the <laughs> from being flailed about by a giant hand. I'm sure she still loves me. 
And so, so Matt's like, huh, that's kind of sus. And so he walks back inside. And then, <laughs> red sus, anyways. Um, so he goes back inside to uh, um, talk to the rest of the group and create a plan to figure out what's going on. So we all congregate in the living room where we normally hold the podcast. And we decide to each do rounds of guarding the house to figure out and investigate to figure out what's going on. So the first person that is on guard duty is Dave. So Dave goes out the back door and he stands right on the front porch all stoic or whatever and he's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just <laughs> standing there waiting for something to happen and he starts to get kind of bored so he starts kind of like humming a little tune to himself. I don't know what kind of music he listens to but he's just kind of humming a little a nice little bop and then all of a sudden sees this giant eyeball peering at him through the porch walls because we have like lattice on our walls so he sees like a giant eyeball sticking through the porch wall of the dollhouse <clears throat> and then he's like uh and so he starts to run back inside like kind of freaking out and he's kind of like screaming because he's about to die and then <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah exactly like that and then the other hand reaches and grabs him and oh. instead of flailing him around it just squishes him and his bones crack and he drops rude. to the ground. <laughs> and then uh, Jake is like, well, it's my turn <laughs> to go. He, he's like, Dave's kind of late. Wasn't, it wasn't I supposed to go on guard duty right about now? And so he goes outside, and he's like, huh, what do you know, Dave's dead too. So he's like, well, that kind of sucks. And so he stands outside in front of the back door, and he just waits. And then, as he's waiting, and waiting, and waiting, nothing happens, so he goes back inside. And the next person on guard duty <laughs> is Kellen. So, not yet. So Kellen goes outside, and he just having a great old time. He's just wandering around. He doesn't stand on the front of the porch. He's just wandering around the yard of the dollhouse, just having a good old time, petting the neighborhood stray cats, you know, the usual things. And then he looks up, and there's just this giant giant child looking down at him <laughs> and like <laughs> and she's got like super beady eyes and she's got the most evil child smile that you've ever seen in your entire life and she just squats down to your level and like you can't you can't make any noise because you're so terrified and then she just squats down and she just chomps you up Yum yum. She doesn't even cook you or anything. She just chomps you right off the ground. That's and not then... sanitary. Where are her parents? 
We are dolls, and then it's Yeah, we don't have parents. No, no her parents, parents, but children play with dolls with other parents around all the time. Okay, and then the next person on guard duty. Doll Dave is bitter. Wait, who have I missed? Doll Dave died. That's why he's bitter. <laughs> Who's not dead? Besides Jake. I'm not dead. Am I Jake dead? has to die. Wait, no more than Jake. Jake's alive. Uh, help. Wait, has anything happened with you? No, nothing so. at all. I think no, I you were the one who plotted. I was looking for. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I was looking for. Okay, so Christy is the next person on guard duty. Hi guys. So I'm nobody. Hi nobody. And she's just having a great old time, just like everyone else. Except she's kind of bummed that her son died, but she doesn't have anything. She's, there's nothing she can do about that. So she just stands around. And she waits, and she's like, maybe this isn't the best strategy, because we're all getting picked off one by one. So she's like, I'm just gonna go back inside now. And as she starts to go back inside, she sees these grimy little fingers inching their way towards her. Well, not little, they're giant fingers, like the size of <laughs> each one's the size of her body. Grimy little giant fingers. And they're covered in like blood and like baby spit, baby slobber. And she and the fingers just pinch her by the by the head and just pick her up. And they dangle her around just oh. like they did with Steven. <laughs> and then they just set her back down, but they didn't do it as violently as they did with Steven. Oh, thank you. Steven. So the baby, or not the baby, Christy <laughs> is just laying there like, kind of has some whiplash, but she's not dead. So she army crawls back to the door and she reaches her arm up. Yeah, she reaches the door. I guess I don't exist in this universe. Anyways, so she like opens the door and she army crawls into it. And, the, and Matt's just sitting there on his phone like playing among us. He's just chilling and then he looks up and Christy's like, <laughs> like zombie crawling into the house. And Matt's like, um, what? <laughs> he's he's does, been oblivious. And he's been downstairs in the basement. By the oh way. yeah, I was in in the basement. Yes. I forgot about that. So, oh yeah, and Jake's there too. <laughs> I forgot the story. <laughs> he didn't die yet. <laughs> okay, so you guys are like that wasn't a very good plan because almost everyone is dead. So what are we gonna do? <clears throat> and as you do that. You look up, and the ceiling is starting to move towards you guys. And you're all like, um, let's get out of here. And <laughs> so you all start running to the door, but it's too late, because the dollhouse is caving in on itself. And you all slowly get crushed, and your bones are crackling, crackling, rattling, and y'all <laughs> die. <laughs> so much laughing in this scary story. <laughs> it's like scary story as told by Woody Allen. Yeah, and? I guess I'll I'll go next. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> it's gonna have so many. Not I mean, there's so much moving with that well hat around. It's gonna be that. great. It's not gonna go well for any of us. 
<laughs> I mean, you did hear the title of the episode, Darkest oh, yeah. Timeline. <laughs> you wait till you hear mine. I have so, a pretty good thing going on. It starts head. off with a, a trip. We just got done recording the podcast. Dave and Matt came up with a really cool idea to kind of boost morale and get us all close together because the year's been crazy and, you know, we've all been frustrated. So we thought uh, a week long, a couple of day Hold backpacking on. trip. Wait till that's gone or you're going to be completely drowned out. Sorry, my stomach's growling, everyone. <laughs> Bear with me. Yeah, it's uh, nearly 10.30, everyone. That's, um, that's, that's nice to roll through town like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, so Dave and Matt suggest that we go backpacking and camping and kind of just get away from all the craziness. We decide that it's a good idea. Yeah. We're, we're a couple, so we go, you know, we're, we're a couple days in to the trip and we're hacking and we're having a good time and we're all getting along. And, and as we're on this trail, we'll just say somewhere in the Rockies. Kellen trips and twists his ankle real bad and he's not able to stand on it. So sad. <laughs> you know, and that face though. Dave and Matt suggest that we, we we cut through the wood in order to get oh, that's the second camp. to the to our destination a little bit you know, faster, where it'll be more populated, where we could possibly find a ranger to give him a ride back and get him the help he needs. So we, we make shift a little bit of a, of a crutch to help get him in there. We're, we're in the middle of the wood, surrounded by trees and nightlife. You know, it's cold that night. And we're all sleeping. There's something different about that night. You know, and we, we weren't quite sure what was going on, but Matt and Dave had just been acting weird the last couple of weeks kind of been by themselves and we just chopped it up to you know your generic 2020 I go to to open up the vent in my tent because you know I'm a little sweaty I overpacked and you know wore a little too much and so I'm trying to get some airflow and out in the distance I see a fire and two guys around this fire doing some sort of dance and what kind of sounds like chanting you know, being curious, I kind of poke my head out a little bit more and I go to walk out there a little bit to kind of see what it is. And then as I go to approach them and it seems like I'm getting closer, I heard a branch snap and, you know, it being spooky, I turned around and behind me was, was Matt and, you know, he's like, hey, and I was like, dude, did you see that fire? And he's like, nah, nah. He's like, I know Dave went out there to pee, you know, maybe he just had a... A piece of wood burning or something like that. I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, I was like, weird. <laughs> and when we wake up, we hear Christy crying and screaming. Kellen's body was dried out. And you just see him, like, rigor mortis, just, like, tight. You know, someone dehydrated him. It's almost as if something literally drained Every essence of who he was just taken away from him. We weren't sure what to do, and 
we're all panicking, trying to decide what we needed to do and what we could do, and we ultimately decided that we couldn't bring the body. And that the best thing for us to do was to stay in that spot for one more night, hoping we'd run into other campers or some hunters. We didn't have anything to eat that night at all. Just kind of stared at the fire. Wondering what happened. What could have done this. And we, we all kind of just went to bed after that. Same thing again that night. There was a fire out in the distance. and People were dancing and chanting and... I went to, to go look. And as, as I was getting ready to go out to go look in the tent, we heard screaming. You know, and, and Steve and I, you know, well, we heard Nika say, you know, can you guys go check that out? And Steve and I yeah, said, yeah, we went. And Steve grabbed his gun and we went to go look at it. And, you know, Kiersey's saying she saw something that she, she wasn't sure what it was and that there's something in the woods and that she was scared and that she wants to leave and she wants to go home and we're telling her she needs to calm down that like you know it's just she's distraught you know and that she's just not there emotionally mentally we suggested that she sleeps in Steve's and Nika's tent and she just said yeah she agreed but she needed to use the bathroom first and kind of like catch her breath and so we said yeah and we went to bed. We killed the body. She never made it back to the tent that night. This is not the stupid old one. We we knew then that morning that there was something going on. One person was dead, another person was missing. The continuous fire and the chanting. And the strangest part, too, is Dave and Matt were insisting that we stay in that spot so we can get rescued, despite the rest of us, Steve and Nika, wanting to go. And we, we came to an agreement that we would stay one more night, and that if no one came by the morning, that we would go and we would hike our way back. That night we heard the fire again. And when I got out of the tent to wake up, it was something different. There were people dancing, there was a fire. But this time, it was a lot worse than that. In the middle of that fire on a pole was Steve and Nika. And by them, in front of them dancing and chanting was Matt and Dave. And, and the, the, the craziest thing is that they weren't burning alive, but they were being sucked dry from an essence. And, and I begin to yell at them, and I'm swearing at them, like, what is going on, you know? And I, and I, and I, and I grab my gun, and I go to shoot them, and I'm, I, I couldn't, though, because I was, like, shocked in fear. And they kind of just turned their heads, but their bodies stayed still. Like, their heads just kind of, like, turned all the way around. And in what seemed to be, sound like possession, they just stated, we're sons of the Eldridge. They grew large and just grabbed me and 
swallowed me whole. Both of them at the same time? That's impressive. Yeah. They both well, they... Like Lady in the Tramp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> lady in the Tramp. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. I got, I got Dude. Ripped. No. I, I got ripped in half. And Dave just kissed in your story. <laughs> no. Come on, man. They, they, they ripped me in half and ate me. This is the darkest timeline. <laughs> but... Pull the semen, bro. So they ripped me in half and they eat me. A few weeks later... You can have the in, in a different town, in a different city, a new podcast starts. Dave and Matt suggest that they all go camping. Yeah. Yeah, and I just don't exist. <laughs> I'm you. sorry. Did you want to be an evil cultist that shared a dead body as well? Yeah, I did. You were at home watching the kids as your parents got consumed by dark entities. Entities. As me and Matt danced around a fire. And kissed. And chanted. <laughs> hey, oh, it was a lady in the tramp kiss. That doesn't really count as an actual. It's just quick. They were. Okay, to be. In my mind, they, they were the same entity, but, like, living in, like, two <clears throat> physical bodies. So when they grew, they were one, but different. I don't know. So they kissed themselves? Sure. Yeah. They, all Stop you, trying all, to retcon your story, dude. They, they <laughs> eat me. That's all that matters. I gotta eat. You know, the, you guys are really worried about the logistics of this <laughs> hitting the tramp thing. <laughs> like... Who's, who's just gonna let it go? You know, just gonna like, let it you know blow it over. But like okay, <laughs> who's next? I'll, I'll go. I got. I got. Uh, let me think about how we're gonna do this here. So, uh, in the year of twenty twenty, you should be in a few minutes. Comic Talk six one six got very popular because people had to stay at home and do nothing, and. Oh, a very wealthy investor. Uh, we got famous by default. By default. <laughs> a very wealthy investor decided that they were going to purchase the rights to, to Comic Talk 616. And uh, Jake, Matt, and Stephen were each given a, a good lump sum of, of money. Now, Matt calls, uh, Matt calls me one day and he says, Hey, uh, so I, I, he explained that he just got this payout. And that he was <clears throat> on his way to buy a new car because he needed a new car. And he had this money, and he ended up buying a new bus. <laughs> and he needed help because he didn't know how to drive a bus. And I was curious, so I went down to see him. And when I got to his new bus, it was actually a very old bus. And uh, I'm looking around, and it, 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 it's really like kind of torn up inside. It does run. It's a big old giant diesel bus. And uh, he's explaining to me that he was on his way to a dealership to buy a car, but he, he, he found this little man instead who uh, told him that if he was to purchase this bus that uh, it would end the curse of 2020. And he desperately wanted to do that. He felt that that was his duty to end 2020's curse. And so he bought this bus. And, and I realized that he had spent all of his money on this old rickety bus and I thought that was really odd but uh, you know I was kind of showing him how to how to drive it and as he's driving around learning how to how to drive this bus he comes upon Christine Kellen because uh, 
they were about to get to uh, go somewhere of importance. But Matt doesn't know how to drive a bus, and so he slams in and smashes their car. It does nothing to the bus. Lugnet rule. Their car didn't. <coughs> Matt. It was tragic. Sorry. But their car, their car was trash, but they were fine. So we, we've got them in the bus with us. And now Jake and Stephen, they had pulled together their funds and bought a large sum of property and a, and a cabin um, up above Colburn, Colorado. And so we decided that we were going to go up and meet them at their new, at their new digs. And so we started heading up there. And uh, the bus is rickety, and but we get up there just fine, and uh, now we're all kind of hanging out. And uh, the bus didn't quite make it all the way. It only made it about, I don't know, several hundred yards from the cabin. It was close enough, and it was stuck. So we spend the night, and it, it snowed, just a ridiculous amount of snow. like feet and feet of snow and so it made it very difficult to, to travel in between the bus and the cabin and so uh, <clears throat> I decided that it was a really good idea to go see what was going on with uh, with Jake and Steven and uh, so we go up there, me and Matt, we go up there, and, and he's really bitter at this point by the time we get up there because I made him wade through feet of snow, and he was bitter about it. Um, and so he was he was being really grumpy, and, and so him and Jake decided really early that they were actually going to go back, and, and he was going to show Jake the bus, and then they go back, and, and then he could just sleep. So... Um, the snow was just so deep and it got cold, so I just I just stayed the night there in the cabin. And in the morning, uh, me and Stephen went down to go see what was going on with uh, with Jake and Matt down at the bus. So we go down there, and as we are approaching, and it was just so bitterly cold. Like it was one of those really just crazy cold winter storms that had come through. And uh, we go out there, and Jake is standing outside the bus, frozen, stiff. <laughs> Actually, moonwalking stance. <laughs> For the listeners. <laughs> frozen, stiff. And so we go up and uh, we it, try to investigate, and he's, he's completely frozen solid. And we go in and look, and, and Matt is still asleep in the bus. And uh, we wake him up, and we're like, what's going on? Jake's frozen outside. And uh, come to find out that, uh, that that Matt had no recollection of what had happened during the night. Um, but that he thought that Jake was, was there with him in the bus. So we, uh, he sees that Jake is, is frozen, and we're like, huh. So we all decide that maybe the bus is a bad idea and it's best to go back to the cabin where it's nice and safe. And so we start heading back. And uh, we get back and uh, <clears throat> Kristen and Kellen, Kristen and Kellen were, were, were supposed to have been holding down the fort there, but we can't find them anywhere. Um, 
going around and, and there's kind of like this really weird, really weird vibe you're feeling at this point as we're walking around because it's really eerie that they were there, like the fire's going, it seems like, you know, they're making a pot of coffee and just <clears throat> no sounds. Um, so we're looking around and looking around and uh, I get this feeling that maybe the cabin isn't that great of an idea either. And as I'm thinking about how the cabin's maybe not that great of an idea either, I run in to, uh, to Jake. And I'm like, wait a minute, you were frozen. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. I've been here the whole time. That's interesting. And I, I uh, am leery, but he's... I'm too hot. He, he, he seems like himself, and I said, well, if, if you're Jake, how do I know that you're really Jake? And, and he says, well, since you're here, I'm leaving. <laughs> that's Jake. So I know that that's Jake, and, and, and he decides that he's going to go. He's going to go off on, on his own. Uh, so him and Stephen decide they're going to they're gonna go um, look for the, for the two missing friends of ours outside. And so uh, I'm sitting in the house, I'm looking around, and, and uh, I know that Matt was downstairs, and I go downstairs, and I just I can't seem to find him anymore either. Um, but I swear I hear some sort of like a cackle going on. I can't understand what, what could possibly be this cackle that I'm hearing. Um, cackle, cackle. Yeah. It's this weird, this weird cackle, <laughs> and I can't find Pat anywhere. And so I, 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 I just, I'm, I'm going to go outside and join Jake and Stephen outside. And I go outside, and uh, I just can't, I just can't seem to find him. So I start heading back towards the bus. Did you put on your glasses? That I always have my glasses on. I'm blind. Uh, I go heading back towards the bus, and uh, Jake is still frozen outside the bus. But now, Christy and Kellen are also frozen outside the bus. And I'm like, well, that's not good. So, uh, I look in the bus, and now I'm, I'm looking for things I can forge from the bus, because I feel like now is a really good time to have some sort of a weapon, something that I that I can use uh, to defend myself with. And uh, I, I'm looking around and I'm not finding anything, but as, as I'm looking, I find, uh, I find what I think is the remnants of some weird kind of like etchings in the back of one of the seats. And it has this like incense type smell. Now, I don't think that that was there before. Um, and I, 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 go, I go out uh, of the bus uh, again, and uh, I'm looking at our frozen friends, and I realize that I have smoke in my eyes. I realize <laughs> that uh, that now Matt and Stephen are also frozen there, so I'm the only one that's not frozen. This dramatic pause brought to you by Stoking the Fire with Leaves. <laughs> 616. Six. I should have 
You should have not thrown it on so fast. I should. I, I, I actually have a ton of wood at my house. I could have brought some. I just. Okay. Yeah, that's like five minutes away, right? <laughs> that is <laughs> real close. To so uh, anyway, I uh, I go. I run back to the cabin where I actually find. I find all of all of the, all of my friends were, were still in the cabin there, and now I'm really confused because they were frozen outside the bus, but now they're all back, and uh, I tell them that I've seen all of them frozen outside, and uh, it's like that's not that's you're, you're crazy because he never believes me. But then uh, we could hear footsteps outside, but we were all there. Now we're all together. And the footsteps are outside, and we uh, kind of are looking around, and uh, Stephen opens one of the windows to have a look, and he's yanked out the window. It's very tragic. We're all now very upset, and we can see that those frozen figures are moving around, and our doubles are coming for us. So, uh, we try to make it back to the bus, and we get back to the bus, and uh, as, we're, as we're parading down this, down this path, leaving, uh, one by one we see these, these, these frozen figures uh, starting to, to come up behind us. And they're gaining on us, and so you know we're screaming at Matt to make the bus go faster. But he says that the bus can't go any faster. He's trying all he can, and uh, as we're creating down this hill, he's trying to go faster. He ends up losing control, and we slide off the road, and we wake up January first, 2020. We have to relive it all over again. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. I'm okay with that. March wasn't bad for me. March is a good month. It's my month. <laughs> I got to stay home. <laughs> Goodness Are you looking at me for me to go next? Go for yep. it, Oracle. This is the Oracle speaking. Um, let's see. Before you start, let's stoke that. Throw some more leaves on the fire. Yeah, make it hot. Without melting nice the bag. <laughs> Faded appropriate jokes that are going to be on the podcast. I'll show you. You still stoking there, giant man? I think he's uh, not. Does. (laughs) Okay, there is medication though. Just what the last two lines from from earlier. There's medication. Don't worry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a board over here. Do we need that board? No, but it's a it's a seasoned board, so we don't necessarily want to breathe the chemicals that would come you off that when we burn it. Who there's says we don't? In the front yard. Are there sticks in the front yard? Yes, in that bed that I'm going to plant corn on. Go for a stink. Stink. First sting hut. Go on a sting hut. Go sting hut, no, but for sticks instead. Um, on the north end of the porch. Hmm. There's a bed at the north end. Mm, yeah. Is it all there's, sticks? 
there's sticks oh. and stones, but don't break your bones. Leave the, leave the stove. Is it back here? Or? No. Are we out of all the little sticks? There, are the, what there might be a few more. On top of the stove? Hey, Steve, there's that whole no. thing up there. Okay. Did you forget about the existence of the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Said that Elise is going, but Jake can go against things. It's fine. <laughs> In the dark. In the dark. It sounds like we just sent them to their deaths. Considering <laughs> tonight, the storytelling might be too much. I mean, it is possible. Oh my gosh. Oh dear. Uh, I think we have a few more. Yeah, I'm thinking we're, doing, we're good with Elise. Let's get some on there before they come back. Can we kill them? No, no. they don't know. <laughs> Why would we do that? With some night? I mean, he, yeah, he left his phone here. I'm not, I'm not walking around to go tell If you left his phone here, you should totally text him. Do it. Do it. I tried to tell you, man. They're here. Oh, there he's right there. You got us some sticks over there. Cool. I need some more wood on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> they did Throw those sticks on there. What I'm doing? Don't throw them. Just walk over there and set them in there, like well, like, a, exactly like a responsible right child there. human. There responsible child human. What are you doing with the wood there? <laughs> you idiot! You made me go fetch the sticks like your dog. Oh, you don't get to call daddy an idiot. He just forgot the existence right. of that pile Alex of sticks. Here, so let's hurry up with these stories. Alright. You okay. can't hurry. Rush. Good storytelling. You can't rush good storytelling, Jake. Go for it, Oracle. Okay. So this begins with an amazing dog, and she's asleep. She starts out of her sleep and notices that she's just hanging out here in the backyard of Comic Talk 616 studio. Everybody is sitting around the campfire and telling scary stories with the fire going out. It's getting really, really cold. Annalise has gone to find sticks. All of a sudden, everybody hears a scream. It's Annalise. She does not sound like whatever that was. But anyway, Luna, Comic Dog 616 decides that she's going to go take a look and see what's going on. Everybody else seems to be just fine, thinking, you know, Emily's is just making moves. Because, because she does that. She does do that, actually. <laughs> Luna goes to investigate. Upon finding Annalise, she notices that there's something strange happening. 
Emily seems really, really stupid. Usual. All of a sudden. <laughs> she can't walk or anything. She's just kind of standing there drooling. Which is not what Luna's used to. And so she gets a little bit freaked out. She walks a little bit timidly towards Annalise. And then a little bit faster because it looks like everything's going to be okay. But then all of a sudden Annalise jumps at her and Luna runs away. And she comes to tell all these humans that she's used to in this circle about what she just saw. But then she realizes that with her little dog snout, she can't make anything but bark noises. <laughs> and Nika's like, what is going on, Luna? Just, can you just get on your chair and sit down? But, but Luna can't just sit down. She's got to warn everybody. Something's going on. Emily's just tried to eat me or something. But nobody can understand her. And so she just goes crazy. And she's running around to each one of everybody. Hey, something's going on. But Annalise comes into the middle of a circle. And she just starts screaming like a banshee. And everybody scattered. Absolutely everybody. Luna included. Cats included, even though they were inside somehow. They're out now. <laughs> and we follow one person at this point in time. Luna decided to go with Nika. We're going with Nika. Luna keeps looking up at Nika. Hey, hey mom, mom, something's going on crazy. Annalise is crazy. And Nika's like, I don't know what you're saying, you're a dog. <laughs> but anyways, we're, we're going to try and figure this out, sweet dog. So she goes and she, she goes up to the porch, to the north side of the porch where the sticks were, and she tries to find clues as to what was going on with Annalise, and then we hear another blood-curdling scream, and this time it was Matt. Annalise had caught up with Matt. That tracks. And it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. There's blood. There was guts. There was brains. Mostly brains. Annalise went for the brains. <laughs> She was feeling really dumb and she needed something. Oh dear. So she had grabbed Matt. Matt's screaming and Luna goes off. Instead of being with Nika, she's now trying to find out what's wrong with Matt. Smells really good. So Luna finds Matt and he and Annalise are just being really dumb next to each other. Like, they don't really know what they're doing, it looks like. But then they run off. Apparently they don't really have a taste for dog brains. Which is good, because nobody else does, as far as I know. So they run off. And running up to Luna is Kellen. He's like, dude, chill. What's going on? You need to tell me. And Luna's like, I'm trying to. Look, here's what, here's what I saw. Annalise just like lunged at me and then she went after Matt and now they're both really dumb and I don't get it because I'm a dog and Kellen's like you know the cool thing is that I understood you just now and you want to know why that is and Luna looks up and there's this big pause turns out he's dog the bounty hunter it turns out 
that Kellen turns into a werewolf and names himself Dog the Bounty Hunter. Except for he didn't really do that. That was just Jake being weird. And Luna's like, oh my gosh, what in the world is this? And Kellen's like, I'm a werewolf. I'm going to eat you. And he goes running off after Luna. And Luna goes towards Nika. But Nika's standing next to uh, Annalise and Matt, all dumb looking. <laughs> and then they run off. And Luna's like, what is going on? I don't understand. And she finds Steven. Steven. Oh, Steven. Poor Steven. Nobody oh, really Steven had to get him. Steven. Steven had just fallen and hit his head on a rock over there somewhere. And so he was done. But Annalise and Matt found him, found out that he hit his head on a rock. And they were like, brains! And immediately just go after him, and that's the end of that scene right there, because phew. And so Kellen the werewolf is now the person that we're going to follow. Because he managed to grab a leash and get a hold of Luna. And now he's just got Luna hanging out with him as he goes to find the other people from the podcast. So, Dave headed across the street over to the church. And he found a lord. The lord of base tats. Oh! <laughs> wow, you just got elevated. <laughs> not lord base tats, the lord a of A lord, not the a lord of base tats. Anyway, Dave and the a lord of base tats had found their way into the church across the street. And they were, like, not praying, but they looked like they kind of wanted to. But somehow they were safe for now. And they started trying to figure out exactly what they needed to do. And as they watched the silhouettes of a werewolf and three really dumb-looking people <laughs> are converging upon this church. And then, all of a sudden, they hear a knocking, and then a scraping, and then a scratching. And who is it? It's Luna. Which means the werewolf got in. Luna comes running to them. Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys! And they don't know anything because they're dumb. Two. But they're not dumb because they're zombies like the others. They're just dumb. They're just dumb. For right now. Luna's like, hey guys, people are going to get you. And they're like, whatever she's saying, it's probably something like, hey guys, people are going to come get you. And we should probably, you know, do something. And then in through the front door of the church comes a Toyota Sequoia. Just comes crashing through. And there's Christy with the window open. Nice she product placement. What? And there's Christy, and she's like, hey guys, get in the car. Also, someone needs oh. to drive. I have seizures and I can't drive. I totally thought she was going to say, come with me if you want to live. She did Missed not. Missed opportunity. She did not. She, she didn't want to take Arnold's whole thing. So she's like, hey guys, get in the car. Also, someone else has to drive because I have seizures and I can't. And so... Jake, the lord, a lord of face tats, 
jumps into the uh, driver's seat of the car as Chrissy moves over to the passenger seat and Dave kind of gets thrown up on top. Oh dear. <laughs> and Jake tries to maneuver the car out of the church, except for one thing. We, we find out that Jake has been bitten by the werewolf. And he's now starting to turn. Werewolves don't know how to drive cars. <laughs> it's a very sad time, but Jake decides, oh my gosh, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. And he gets out of the car and he walks over to the only other werewolf around. I would be telling. And he goes, my son. You and I are now going to take over. Oh dear. And so they go and they bite everybody else that's still alive, including the zombies. And now you have zombie werewolves, and it just goes crazy, and everybody dies. Except for the two werewolf dudes, Jake and Kellen. My son. Luna was always cool. She, she lives, yeah. She is the hero. She becomes the comic dog 616. She gets her own cape and everything. All right. Final story. <laughs> I should make her cape for next time. You should. This year she was a ballerina. Yeah, final story. She All right. told my story. Oh, that's right. Sorry. He told his story. Yeah, it, it was, was the short. coolest one of all. Sorry. Because it had like, sandals. It was the scariest one. <laughs> nah. Stefan. Yeah, okay, cool. Then no, no, I just wanted to make sure we got... I forgot that this was a... Well, I didn't forget. Just... Was that a micro story? It was a good story. It was wonderful. Okay. It was scary. You almost looked like you wanted to say something, so I just wanted to... No, I was just... Oh, cool. Cool. This change of logs brought to you by Coast Slope Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the best coffee in the Western Slope. It is, absolutely. The Good morning, Fruit of Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me think of a story we were reading in fourth grade, in which family goes camping, and our teacher was reading it out loud to the entire class. And in one part... Dad says to the kids, throw another faggot on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> we all were just dying. <laughs> the teacher was like, what is wrong with you? And we had to show her. She was like showing us the dictionary. I don't know what you're talking about. A faggot is a bundle of sticks. What's wrong with you children? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep. The crazy ways language changes. <laughs> nah. Nah, I know. She's, no, she wasn't. She literally defined it. Yeah. yeah. If she didn't, though, it would be bad. But she literally defined it. I think we're good. If she didn't put context behind it, then we'd be like, huh. <laughs> Darkest timeline. <laughs> we did not know. We warned you. Also, we didn't warn people. like. Darkest timeline. All of a sudden, Nika's a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. Come on, Steven. Okay. Why don't you throw some Sorry. more sticks on the fire? <laughs> uh, wow. Never talk about your sponsors right before Tanika talks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a right. text. I'm gonna get a text from Tom. Still like, hey, let's talk about that sponsorship that we don't have. <laughs> Never mention this again. <laughs> it was the darkest of days and the brightest of nights. Okay, that's weird. Cool. Six friends and an intern <laughs> went on a trip to a city that may or may not exist. 
Oklahoma. <laughs> a city. The city of... Anyway, <laughs> they got to the city. A very gothic city. Gothic architecture and stuff and things. It was a very stormy and yet calm night. As the friends traveled around and traversed the city, enjoying the skyline and the old decrepit but beautiful buildings, it took them a while before they realized there were no other people walking about. old, ancient-looking gas lanterns that lined the streets were all lit. But they glowed with an eerie green firelight. As they got further and further into the city, they started hearing strange noises like rustling. Like somebody walking, possibly with a long cloak dragging on the ground. Every now and then they'd hear a stray alley cat mule at the moon. Other than that, it was a very silent night. Before long, they got to what (coughs) seemed to be a square of sorts, a large cathedral-like looking building sat in the middle of the square, covered in windows. As they approached, all the lanterns around it got brighter, and the front doors swung open. Jake was the first one to say, hey, that's cool. Somebody open the doors for us. Let's go explore. (laughs) So without waiting for a response from everybody else and not hearing Matt's, wait, Jake took off at a sprint through the front doors of this building. As As he crossed the threshold, the room lit up brightly. He could see the nice polished granite and marble floors and walls. All the walls were covered in mirrors with gaps in between them where you could see the granite and marble peeking through. As Jake looked around, he could see his reflection in the mirrors, and from time to time out of the corners of his eyes, he thought he caught movement or an image of someone looking at him, but when he would focus his sight on it, it would disappear. few seconds later, Matt and the giant named Dave and Steve and Christy and Kellen came through. Hello. And the intern. <laughs> she has a name. Not in this story, she doesn't. <laughs> Her name is intern. 
as everybody walked, looked around, it was kind of the same eerie feeling as they looked in the mirrors and saw their own reflection and what looked to be a spectral visage of somebody looking back at them, but when they focused their sight on it, it wasn't there. Mm. Same time, everybody started asking each other, hey, are you guys seeing somebody looking at us? Or at you guys? And everybody kind of agrees, yeah. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. And Jake again. Well, forget that. Let's just explore. So he took off running down one corridor. You're a runner. I was actually moonwalking. Kellen's kind of a follower. He looks up to Jake. So he took off running after him. Hey, wait! I want to, I want to come with you. Father. Father. <laughs> father. No. We didn't say father. That's funny though. <laughs> Meanwhile, Giant Dave decided to pick a different corridor to go explore. The root, the, the the ceiling down this corridor is about eight feet high, so he thought, eh. I can I can reach up and touch touch this ceiling. That's cool. So I'll walk down here. Matt and Steve played paper rock scissors to decide between two different corridors because they were indecisive that day. Matt lost the game as he usually does. So he picked the ultra scary looking room or corridor that was filled with a fog that sat about three feet high and just kind of filled the corridor. As he moved through it, it would kind of part around him, but when he would turn around and look at it, it was perfectly still like he never moved through it to begin with. There are mirrors all down the hall, and as he's walking past them, he starts hearing a voice. Matthew. Matthew. Hey, who's calling my name? When he looks to the right, he sees eyes looking back at him that aren't his. He can't pick out any of the other features. It's a fuzzy silhouette. As he leans in closer, something happens. He feels his essence being sucked through the pane of glass. Cut to Christy. Christy's still in the main antechamber, or whatever, foyer, if you will. Foyer, Kylie Jenner. Foyer. She's in the foyer. Uh, just enjoying the aesthetic of the mirrors and the polished flooring and ceilings and everything. When she kind of snaps out of her awe of the surroundings, she notices nobody else is left in the building or in the room. So she picks a corridor and starts walking down it to try to see where everybody went. She thinks she sees the intern heading down the same corridor 
about 80 feet out ahead of her, but she's not sure. She's walking really fast. Hey, intern, wait up. As she gets, as, as she catches up to the intern, the intern starts to slowly turn around. As she turns around, Christy notices that the intern's hooded winter coat is empty. There's just a shadow, like a shade, wearing it. As Christy screams and turns to run, the shape lunges at her, and they both vanish. Jake, in his half-crazy excitement, is still sprinting through this one corridor until he notices the the hallway comes to a T. So he starts to slow down so he can turn. As he tries to stop running, he can't. He starts sliding on the floor. Just before he hits the wall in front of him, a group of spikes thrust forward through the wall, impaling him. Ugh, I'm gonna feel that in the morning. Ow. It's a piercing I didn't want. Kellen. Several of them. Still chasing after Lord Facetap, notices the gruesome demise of this podca- podcast host that he's so fond of. And he <laughs> immediately bursts into tears and starts sobbing, but he can't hear the sounds at all. It's like a silent, a silent sob, and he understands as he's crying that he should be hearing the noise, but there's it's complete silence. He can't even hear the dripping and running of Jake's blood as it falls to the floor and splats. And drip and, and splashes. The production couldn't afford any more sound techs. <laughs> <laughs> As Kellen kind of calms down, he looks and sees multiple versions of himself in the mirrors looking at him laughing maniacally. He turns and runs back the way he came. As he runs, he can feel his essence diminishing, almost like he's being disintegrated slowly into nothingness until he knows no more. Our giant Dave (laughs) is enjoying his stroll through this hallway. The hallway he chose after a while changes a little bit. As he's walking, it seems like the hallway is kind of moving in front of him in a slithering sort of pattern, much like a snake. He feels like this would be the the vision a snake would have if it were slithering. And he kind of ponders on that and continues walking and thinks, man, this is, this is really strange. And as he keeps walking, it it 
the the hallway narrows and narrows to where seemingly it it feels to him like the floor is higher or maybe he's lower but like only inches off the floor which doesn't seem right to him but he continues going anyway Matt the Kurgan Bonner continues walking through his super creepy hallway because well I lost paper rock scissors so I guess I should keep going down this super scary hallway as he keeps walking he's looking there are crazy paintings on the walls of just random people like maybe people that used to live in this building or ran this town or something as he keeps moving he notices the fog he's walking through seems to be thicker it gets to the point where he can barely move his legs through it it's 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 not so much that it's the fog is thicker but it feels like it's grabbing hold of him and holding him trying to hold him still as he powers through it once he finally gets to the other end or almost to the other end he notices that it abruptly stops about six feet from the far wall so he doubles his efforts and starts uh, put enough energy that if it was any other circumstance he'd be sprinting at full speed he's moving about in inches per minute at this point when suddenly whatever's grasping him releases and in his ecstatic happiness that he can move freely he doesn't notice at first until he tumbles to the floor that he's just been chopped in half by something. When he realizes, he starts clawing his way across the floor and to sit up against the wall in front of him. Let's say he was only half the man that he was meant to be. <laughs> Intermission. Intermission. Uh, <laughs> as, as Matt starts to lose consciousness, he s looks up on the ceiling and sees a mirror. In this mirror, he sees what seems to be Jake's face, but it's not quite right. He stares at it. He can't look away. And as he starts blacking out, it seems like the face starts getting bigger, or is it getting closer? Jake's mouth opens like he's going to say something, and then turns into a huge grimace and continues to open and open and open and open until it's stretched way beyond what a human mouth can open to more like it, it's like his whole head is stretching to create this maw filled with razor sharp 
17th. As Matt loses consciousness, he sees the face lunge at him and take the bite through his face. Meanwhile, who's still alive? Because I lost track of that. <laughs> I think I am. The intern is still alive? Christy? No, the intern's not. Oh, Christy's huh? not. No, Christy's Dave? not. Dave? Uh, I'm either a snake or dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the so same thing. So Steve's walking, walking down a corridor. Sees a, it, it turns to the right, so he takes, you know, con- continues. As he keeps walking, he hears this motion. Like something sliding across the ground. And like some light, like crying, moaning sound. As he keeps walking, he turns another corner and sees our giant Dave on his belly, slithering, of all things, through the hallway. Does he look like a snake? No, he does not look like a snake. He He is very much human, but he is definitely in a boneless manner, slithering across the floor, trailing an ichor so viscous and disgusting smelling that Steve immediately retches and sorry Dave blows chunks all over the giant's back of his head as he slithers the half moan half cry is coming from Dave because he can't figure out what's going on and can't control himself he looks up mid spew Much to his own detriment, gets a mouthful, and himself tries to retch, but finds he quite enjoys the flavor. (laughs) As Steve gains his faculties again, he looks closer at Dave and sees Dave's eyes as he looks up at him, turn to slits much like a reptilian or a snake eye and start slivering, slivering, slithering faster in his direction. Dave, you're gross. Dave, Dave rears up, like his, his, his torso rears up much like a cobra and then kind of sways back and forth as he stares Steve down. Steve starts backpedaling. And turns to run, and as he turns, the wall moves in front of him with a mirror on it. He sees his reflection, which immediately disappears, and he sees the reflections of Kellen and Christy and the intern and Jake. And they all fly out of the mirror and grab him and absorb him into the reflection himself. And when I say him, it's mostly just his insides. His body is left standing there, but there's no substance to it. He is a vacant skin meat bag. Immediately, for some unknown reason, the giant Dave gains complete control over his body again and stands up 
He rushes forward, grabs Steve by the shoulder. Hey, man, what's going on? Steve slowly turns, and as he gazes at Steve's face, all he sees are empty sockets. He can see to the back of where his skull would be, but there's no bone. There's nothing. And immediately, the skin falls into a pile of... Meat flaps. <laughs> Meat flaps. <laughs> so Dave, in his complete and utter horror, turns to run and starts running and running and running. And the hallway keeps growing and following him. He runs and runs. He looks at his watch. As he's running, and he thinks, I have been running way longer than we've been in this city, and this hallway hasn't changed. Five years later. Oh dear. Wait a second, I got like three minutes in me. This family (laughs) in a minivan pulls up to this parking lot at this nice gothic getaway that they have this um, uh, card for. Um, It was supposed to be a big vacation. They spent good money for it. As they start unloading their van, they see this guy come bursting out of a building to the left at a dead run. He's got a beard about to the mid-thigh length, <laughs> like flying, flapping behind him. His hair is stark white, but not the white that you typically gain from old age. It was more of one of those traumatic color-changing things. As he got to them, they, the, the man steps forward to help him. Leave! Leave now! As the man reaches to grab Giant Dave's shoulder at the lightest touch he disintegrates into a pile of ash very tragic the end Woo! Nice. don't want to pick that ash up from the parking lot turned me into a snake that was terrible <laughs> you, you were not a snake you were a boneless human <laughs> I think that the I think the key to weight loss is really getting cut in half. Right? <laughs> That's how you lose quite a bit of weight quite quickly. All right. Well, it's that part of the episode. We've all heard our stories. Now it's time for us to vote on the darkest timeline and which one we think was the best. So we'll just kind of go around in the circle. Start with Voting Colin. rules. You cannot vote for yourself. All right. Correct. Uh, I vote Steve. Mm. I vote the intern. That's a good one. Um, okay. I vote Steven. <laughs> Make a hard one. I really like tasting with the, the doubles. Also, I got to drive a bus. <laughs> okay, you're or not. Dave? Yeah. 
<laughs> Your bar is, I got to drive a bus. <laughs> no, I like the, devil, the devil's so thing. Was dark, I like the devil's yeah. thing. That was fun. I like Steve's. I like Steve's too. I Steve can't enough. get my vote because he turned me into a snake. Oh. I didn't turn you into a snake. He turned you into a human that was acting like a snake. That's close enough. Which is things. I turned you into a puppet. I think you were doing the worm. Bum, <laughs> bum, on, on. It's actually you were in a you were trapped inside a vanilla ice music video. Oh dear, <laughs> that is the darkest time. Of the Listen, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, Kellen's uh, socks, socks and sandals. Yes. How dare you? That is terrifying. So we had one for Kellen, one for the intern, one for Dave. Oh man, I, this is hard. I. You know you want to pick mine. Just do it. You don't want to pick Jake's, but you do want to pick Jake's. I can see <laughs> in your eyes. Uh, no, I, I, I vote for Dave's. So, who won? I had zombies and werewolves. I'm still, the reigning champion. That's still, still. Steve. <laughs> next year, three years in a row. Yeah, you gotta go first <laughs> next time. I didn't come prepared. I, I should have been prepared. No, this you was know, my first you round. This was my first round. <laughs> you say you don't prepare, but the thing is, you make us, you go last, so you prepare have that whole time. I go last because I know I'm going to win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. You save the best for last, Matt. Uh huh. Oh no, we we have three full episodes that prove what I'm saying right now. So <laughs> we also have three it's circumstantial evidence, but it's evidence I nonetheless. Feel like that's you not evidence at all. I no, I was listening yeah. to everybody else's story. I. But you also think while you listen. That's how minds work. Uh, no, because I can't split my mind like that. Yes, you oh. can. <laughs> no, I can't. Well, you sure split Matt like that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no, I mean, not my mind, though, so, you know. But, yeah, good anyways, stories. Anyways, everyone, that is the darkest timeline. 2020. 2020. 2020. Thank you so much. Hey, and, uh, you know what? Go ahead and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is. Facebook. And let us Facebooks and let us know what your favorite story was. The darkest five star review. Yeah, and then you know, like we said, keep an eye out for the uh, monthly episode of the Darkest Timeline coming in the future. I am Lord Jake. I am Dave. Steven. Yes. Well, not me. I'm Kellen. I'm the Oracle. I'm I am Matt the Moon Baron. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week. But a dun 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 dun. Or like Matt does. Doom. <laughs> <laughs>